on the Spencer's the Pez, Goking out at the cons, Renaissance Fest, Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys! It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, a man who owes me a hundred dollars, Derek McCaw. That might be true. I, don't know. I think he's good for it. I, I think really, yeah. No. Like but the juice is running. That makes one. All right. So, the yes, juice Derek is McCaw, running. Uh, I think that's a football reference. That's editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Uh, here with the Fanboy Planet podcast. Uh, podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara. We're very excited tonight because, of course, it is our 100th podcast. Is it 100th? That's what you tell me. You're the one who keeps count. I'm, yeah, I... I Good. Yeah. So that does that that officially means that uh, we're available for syndication, right? A hundred episodes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we exactly. are. We are available for syndication. That is, of course, uh, across from me at the table, uh, my announcer and the sandpaper to my rough edges, Mister Lon Lopez. <laughs> I've never sandpapered your rough edges before. Okay. Yes. Hi, Derek. No, not successfully. Welcome to the hundredth episode. Thank you. I feel very good to be here. Is there cake? And. Uh, I'm ordering a Fudgy the Whale. It's Ooh. on its way. So. Wow. Wow. So, uh, and, of course, our sound engineer, I can't say Moral Compass because it's broken tonight. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> what? A man, a man of, of, who tonight is justifying things with lawn-like accuracy, Mr. Rick Brett Schneider. I made everybody laugh, and that's all that counts. <laughs> that's lawn's kind of justification. <laughs> yes, but I made everybody laugh. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think tonight wow. most of our... Here's an unexpected guest star. Oh, oh she's been on the podcast. She has. Yes, It's Mrs. Mrs. B. Mrs. B. Yes, I tried to get uh, kimchi or whatever the name is that you named her. Oh. <laughs> Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Kimchi. Close, close. And, and she called your son a her. <laughs> what exactly... Oh, right now. Oh. Oh. Editing challenge. <laughs> no, 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 leave it, leave it. Uh, I, I tried to get him to come along, but he was too stuck to the couch to get up. So. I don't know that he's ever actually spoken on a podcast. He though. has. He he did um, the Transformers podcast. That's, That's right. right. He did the Transformers review. Excellent. Yes. Okay, there we go. Now that we've lost the audience. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about now today, Derek? Well, here. we we got some movie news. We got TV news. We got uh, a little video game news. Uh, and, of course, because you may have just heard the uh, troll-like tones of Mr. Chris Garcia, we have wrestling tonight. Excuse me, that's the Hugo-nominated Christopher J. Garcia. Again, I prefer to think the twice-Hugo-losing. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> just remember, I have two more weeks to say that, and I have to wait another six months. <laughs> oh! All right. So, uh, we'll be talking about wrestling tonight. There's not a lot in comics that any of us were... Th- we're paying attention to right now. I think part of the quietness of this week is because of next week being Comic-Con. And uh, Lon and I are going down. Rick's holding the fort down here. Yeah, I'll be very, very busy on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shutting us up, editing us. Anybody else going to Comic-Con? Oh, yes. A hand went up. You haven't introduced our special guest. I thought you wanted us to kind of like, okay. 
Well, we've got him at the table right we've now. We've got him now. <laughs> like, in addition to the lovely Mrs. B, um, what is Shang-Chi's mother's name? Can we get a Zorlak at or no, Debbie? No, <laughs> no, I meant in actual continuity. In continuity. We give her a nickname. The denizen of Oz. She's red. Because most, most of the time I see her in the Oz costume. Uh, we have uh, Stephen Nelson. Greetings. Hey, yes. And we've got Chris Garcia. Yes. And longtime listener, second time commentator, Stephanie Rodriguez. Hello. <laughs> there we go. That's Very good to have tonight. everybody at the table. But and we'll, we'll, have, be bringing we'll more. have many more, absolutely, as they show up. And uh, one of them's got to have that fudgy the whale. And it's pretty much these. This is all our listeners that are coming tonight, right? <laughs> Except for the ones in England, yes, right, <laughs> and a couple in China. Uh, one of the pandas, I believe, actually downloads it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. And I Debbie's never them. actually downloaded the podcast. She's she's forced to listen to each episode <laughs> seven or eight times as Rick edits it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I've been using headphones lately. Oh, okay, that, that, that's good. That's that's nice. Okay. Oh, but, but so then I don't. Then I just have to listen to the live intro and uh, exit at the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Over oh. And, and over. <laughs> that's and that's over. actually a different podcaster. Brought to us by the <laughs> no, great Luke Ski. <laughs> I like that guy. Met him at a Nasvik last He's year. He's a terrific yeah. guy. Uh, yeah, yeah Worldcon. He's been now, really see, getting a lot of interviews recently. Are you bringing Luke Ski tonight? That'd be awesome. Am I being Luke Bring, Ski? Bringing Luke Ski. Is he a special guest tonight? Oh, I only wish so. Uh, yeah. I know his ex-wife. We could probably get him. <laughs> right. <That'll help. laughs> Awkward Connections with Chris Garcia. What? I know a guy who jostles him in the elevator. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and that's a euphemism. So, um... Comic-Con, any exciting things coming up for Comic-Con? Mom, what are you looking forward to most at Comic-Con next week? Is this the, the comics know, connection we've got? I have not done my homework, but I just looked at the full schedule. And I was interested in the fact that it doesn't look as program-heavy as it did last year. Um, either that or it's spread out a lot better. I, I'm not sure. I have to go over it again. But it looks like I'm going to have more fun going to smaller panels that I'm kind of interested in instead of... You know, waiting in line for giant movie panels like last year. So, I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to it. So, it almost feels like there's a smaller Hollywood presence, and I know it's probably the same, if not more, than last year. But I just feel like it's less comic-y. Like, let's say it's less fanboy stuff than it is Hollywood types. Like, last year we had Iron Man and, you know, Marvel panels and this, you know, and all the cool stuff to go to. And this one just seems like... You know, I think there's going to be like a Big Bang Theory panel there, which yeah, might it's be, be a Big Bang Theory panel. Kind of cool, to check out. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. Yeah. Anyone okay. else? Stephanie. Stephanie's going. There's a Doctor Who panel. Ooh. Right. So we get to say that this this is I finally get to be on a panel at Comic Con, and it's up against the Doctor Who <laughs> panel and wow. Torchwood. Pan, uh, yes, it's in between. Yeah. So I'd like, like to thank you for coming. Yes, you, sir. Please wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're late to the Doctor yeah. Who. Okay. Thank you for coming. Twelve to one, Doctor Who. One to two, Torchwood. You know and who's going to twelve thirty to one thirty. Catastrophic Comics has a panel and a big announcement with William. Yeah, Cat. but you know what? Uh, you and know, also the Kit Car. The new Kit Car is going to be at a panel. <laughs> uh, no, but you know what? Your panel's got going over the Doctor Who panel. What does it have? Americans. Because Americans, <laughs> Americans will go to the Greatest American, American Hero, Hero panel. And all those damn limeys are going to go to the Doctor Who one. Well, so there you go. 
are we gonna are we gonna get on the Britons again? Oh well, I'm always on the Britons because <laughs> you haven't watched Doctor Who. You don't know the pain this is causing. I me. dated a Brit, so I, I, yeah, whatever. That's but okay. It was bitter. <laughs> yes, it still hurts. It still. Oh my. Uh, so yeah, there's my my ironic thing. I I don't know. I I think a lot of big comic uh, announcements will get made next week. And Comic Con tends to be where Marvel and DC really screw each other over with the announcing of uh, of exclusive contracts. Oh. And right now, I've been reading a lot lately that uh, Marvel is just really trying to put together a beautiful package to lure Jeff Johns away. Ooh. Though he doesn't, I don't think his exclusive contract expires for another year. Yeah, but if Jeff Johns leaves, DC's dead, right? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, who knows? Grant Morrison's still going to be there. Although Grant Morrison is uh, re- reprising his uh, my favorite panel of the last few years, uh, his panel with uh, Deepak Chopra talking about. Is it called uh, "I'm Okay, You're Okay"? That panel, or is I'm that "Okay, You're Super"? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> that's that's very. I'm nice. Okay, You're Iron Man. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, so, so there's talk of that, and then I heard this really funny uh, piece of of gossip about uh, DC this week. To me, it's funny that uh, Jim Shooter, who was who came back to Legion of Superheroes, and right. he's writing in his what is he in his fifties now? Uh, and he started oh, likely, and he yeah. wrote the first his first issue of Legion of Superheroes at the age of thirteen. Uh, and so he came back. That's and right. Nobody it, knew who you how he how old he was. was. Yeah, <laughs> and he. Um, uh, he apparently left Legion of Superheroes in a huff, so he quit in the middle of his run. He was so far ahead in his scripts that, that he got hired not, back on before that he's they been ran hi- out. That they, nice. <laughs> he's been hired back on. Sorry, there will not be, there will not be a single drink hiccup. <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, there will not be a single hiccup in his run. Very of nice. Of Very nice. Wow. <laughs> Actually, I, I heard something uh, Marvel related that uh, we hadn't talked about, and, that's and I like this. We're just off the cuff. Orson Scott fantastic. Card is doing Ender's Game. For, yeah. uh, yes. They're doing for, uh, and he's apparently very happy with the treatment and stuff. And they're using it. He, he's establishing the visuals that will eventually be the movie. Um, Orson Scott Card is uh, what's a polite way to put it? A money loving hack. Okay. Uh, and has been known to, in many projects, highly approve of them until they are delivered. And if it looks like it's going to be successful, he will continue to rave. Okay. If it looks like it's going to flop, he will rant. But this is the, you know. That's, this is the way. That's the way. That's not just Orson Scott Card's way, you know. Well, yeah, you've, you've, he's, he's most visible about it. Uh, I mean, you have guys like Alan Moore who will rant either way. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. But he's and bug nuts crazy. You have guys like Harlan Ellison who will... Uh, rave and rant at the same time, often about the same project. You and especially, you. yeah, and then sue you if, no matter what the result. Right. But I mean, he's he's the most well known of those. Yeah, but I think I, a lot of people have been waiting a long time for Ender's oh, yeah. Game to. I would love make to make a film, but also, yeah, and there we go, and Marvel pushing that uh, you know the novelization adaptation because uh, right now there's the free sketchbook for the stand out there so you can take a look right did you pick that up last week i did looks really good mike perkins doing art mike yeah. perkins the guy who's been drawing the captain america run for ed brubaker if they pace that right and they do a, a, a well enough adaptation of the actual book material it's gonna be fabulous and it's gonna make one hell of a collected uh, and i will say the rent the mike perkins interpretation of randall flag is a lot closer to yeah. what was in my head than what was in that tv miniseries oh, definitely Definitely. He was like so nice in the TV series, you know. It was it, he had uh, flashes of ugliness, and then he was yeah, nice yeah, yeah. But where, 
but I like what, I like what they've done with some of those characterizations, except for the, the musician who looks exactly like Bruce Springsteen. It's a little too on the nose for me, yeah. but yeah, all right, that's just me. Okay, a- a- any other comics while we're just kind of gabbing? Anybody read anything last week that they liked? I have to back Derek up on uh, the last issue of Iron Fist. I thought it was just great, and I'm I'm really anxious to see where that's going to go. Yeah, it was a nice. Was... It was a nice handover. Oh yeah, we got Stephen Nelson uh, on, hooked on Iron Fist. Filthy habits. They a man have converted who, me to their filthy habits. Six months ago, you had a job, a wife, a family, <laughs> a house. Now you're now you're reading Iron Fist and The Walking Dead. Wandering from all of those statements are in fact true. <laughs> yeah, except I still have the wife and job last i checked okay Not, you lost the house i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i've been there you don't know i was Those there i just comics. sort of i sort of uh, you know walked up to your doorstep and dropped something off and it didn't explode so uh, i was a tough place right about now so that probably wasn't the best buying habit. you know if you buy your comics with bags and boards you can actually use them to build a new house if you have enough <laughs> if you have enough it's little like a, place. a modern version of the three little pigs yeah, yeah exactly. i built my house of comics i, I built my hands a house of bags <laughs> And the wise pig built him out of absolute We have additions. enough giant boxes of comics <laughs> in our garage to build an entire house. This, this is why wives. we don't bring wives in. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're good insulation, you know. You they are. The garage is now fortified. <laughs> <laughs> they're keeping my attic very cool. In an earthquake, I'm going in our garage. There's going to be something to read. Yes. <laughs> Then if you die, with, you're, really like, on you, it's you're like Burgess Meredith in that Twilight Zone episode. Exactly. <laughs> I left my glasses inside. <laughs> okay, yes. Again, not a lot of comics news this week. I, I, I don't know what I read. Uh, Chuck, uh, this which we already talked good about adaptation. Chuck, though, yeah. yeah, well, the second issue was out last week. Should, do we do we go now into our favorite podcast moments? Is that on your list, or do we? Is this a clip show? Are we? Gonna, is this going to be a clip <laughs> Let's show? Let's do a clip what show. A <laughs> We're only doing what a clip a show if we off. reproduce them here because I'm not digging back through all those files oh, to find them. They are not that well Do you remember indexed. that time? <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie actually did do I know. Stephanie's scary. Stephanie She's got is. notes on favorite moments. Uh, if you want to, okay, okay. How about fan. a favorite uh, a favorite moment. Uh, we'll go th- from time to time. Wait, you have well, a list? Okay. Wait, she's got it written down. There we I go. know. Yeah. We well, know. Let's, stop a little, let's start a little bit before that, and let's turn it around. And Derek, you and Goodson did the first episode based on Superman Returns, right? A five-minute episode. At what point Remember did you— Remember we were that short? Okay, so— <laughs> That one time. <laughs> and what point did you decide that you were going to record this and put it up on the website? I mean, was that—did you go into the movie thinking that ahead of time? Uh, going into the movie, yes, we did think that. And had uh, you heard any any podcasts prior to that? I still have never heard anybody else's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> wow, purity! You are you are a lawyer's delight. <laughs> no, Your Honor, I can honestly say I've never heard another podcast. Yeah, today. You know, um, yeah, and it's always so startling to me when other people say they listen to mine. Uh, that. Uh, all right, yeah, let's build on that. So then after that, you and Goodson. What had happened was that we were, uh, I think it was, bef- you know, that it had been, I was hanging over out at his house. We were watching something, and he, he turned to me and said, you know, we should do a podcast. I've been listen- <laughs> He's been downloading, had been downloading a bunch. I think Bendis had started doing some, and um, Fanboy Radio had been podcasting, so he was downloading some of those. Right. And he said, you know, we should do one, just get around, hang around. And then... Um, for Father's Day, my kids gave me that little digital recorder, and right after that was the screening of Superman Returns. So I took it and I said, 
What Michael. an awesome way to break it in, too. Yeah, huh? is it, is it, Michael, let's let's just record. Let's see what happens. You know, I think I can try. I can convert this to MP3. We'll upload it. See see how it goes. And then we, you know, so so then episode two. I don't remember. We. I mean, we decided to just come. It was in on you Wednesday. and Mario. Because did Goodson stick around for episode two? I don't think he could. I think it was the kind of the same thing. It was Mario Anima. Uh, yeah, because Mario was hanging out in the shop. He was writing for Fanboy Planet a lot. He said. Well, we're always seeing each other on Wednesday night. Let's just do a Wednesday night podcast. Let's just, I've got this little recorder. That's right, you weren't there yet. No, I wasn't there until like the 13th episode. This podcast is amazing. I'll say, here's my memory, is I, I is that I've certainly made really good, I certainly wouldn't know you very well. Uh, you know, other, there was the Bacon connection, sure, sort of, but I wouldn't absolutely. have made that connection. But yeah, Rick, who just was like listening in or something, I don't I was know buying, how you got involved. I was buying my comics. You guys were standing there. You guys were talking, and then at first I didn't realize you were recording because it sounded like the weirdest conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do get a lot. I, and no I was where. actually prepping to do a professional-based podcast, but I was terribly worried about it because I, I wanted to be good from the start. So I was actually looking for something to record to work with my equipment. He was looking so. for a practice crew, <laughs> and we were there. I am the you. Yeah, I don't think even you were yet at that point. No, I you? came on. It was it was you and Goodson. You were this, on before I. Yeah, was. here was the hierarchy. It was you and Goodson first, and then mm-hmm. I believe it was you and Mario. Mm-hmm. And then I saw you and Mario doing it, and I kind of said, "Hey, you need a third, And you're like, "Sure." So then it was me, you, and Mario, and then Rick saw i think what we were doing and then rick came in and mario had a kid so we lost mario which had nothing to do with rick <laughs> by the way <laughs> honestly dear it really did yeah. uh, um, amelie looks nothing like you no um, yeah. but um i we started off uh, actually we did a number with the four of us mario was, was there. mario yeah, there for mario, a while okay for a while. Then, yeah, okay. But yeah then once uh, his wife uh, yeah had, had the kid there. mario actually brought a a, a a high level of intelligence to the podcast yeah, oh, we had yeah. to get rid of him we had to get rid of him <laughs> <laughs> you know anybody who could justify liking the young lee hulk uh you know i mean right there that was it was too intellectual for the crowd right, uh, right. so yeah uh, yeah, so yeah. I mean, if you want to go with the model and favorite moment is that you know is that now Wednesday night is like this is this great oh, middle of the week. It's a relief for me to talk to you guys and hang out, and I've really really enjoyed becoming friends with Rick, who I did not know at all. And you know, it's like I feel like I've gotten some really good friends out of this. And get your tissues out at home, everybody. I'm just saying that's honest. No, that's it's honest true. That I that it's really like this is this no, is I like, just meant for me. Yeah, <laughs> weepy, and then. We we taught some inner city kids how to play football, <laughs> <laughs> and we saved the world. <laughs> you know, I think the first episode I listened to when it first was put up was episode ten or twelve. I don't even know if they were numbered back then. Were I think they? We were just sort of vaguely tiling. I mean, yeah. You know, the, yeah. the other thing I was doing was alternating. At the time, I was I had started uh, doing my commentary on the BBC, so I was right. recording mm-hmm. those. But those had a different numbering sequence. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did do that. Oh shoot! And I should have asked those guys to uh, to send a little something over. Dang it! Well, uh, if we can, we can cut them in. Yeah, I'll we'll see cut them in later. They'll see be like, hello, gents. <laughs> hello, governor. You know, we I, hate long too. I, <laughs> yeah. I did that once on a podcast where they said, "You know, Derek's over in America," and I said. I, I, or you're not really in America, are you? I said, all right, Gov, you got me. It's a fair call. <laughs> I see that guy hopping outside in the window. And there was like a minute of silence. Never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> that may have been the see last time I'm they saying? had me on. Yeah. 
But I remember, I, I think my first one was in the 20s. was 21, 22. Yeah, when you were actually on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I remember I popped by and saw you guys yeah. doing the podcast one time. I was like, Oh. Yeah, and what I wanted, you know, the goal was, which I think we achieve at, at least two thirds of the time, is, I mean, this is, as you say, the con- the strange comic shop conversations right. brought home. So that was the goal, and a I little hope more that formatted than you would have, but a little it, bit. It's actually kind of sad because there are people time. here who do come with an agenda to talk to their friends at the yes, comic book they shop. Do. Uh, besides me, uh, it's <laughs> amazing that when we finish the show, we'll often go off and talk. For another two hours <laughs> over dinner and stuff, and we'll have some of the. We really are. That's it, where he is, Debbie. And, it, <laughs> and it's really like wishing that we had the mics on then as well. That might be. That would do the podcast out of uh, Denny's or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. So, but if you look back, if you you've come, we've we've done you've done movie podcasts to start on your little recorder. We've we've done things at the shop and pretty much every part of the shop. Then we've done after dark recordings, you know, at the Brett Cave. We got to do another one of those. Those are great. Those were fun. So it's it's definitely been a wide span of geek talk, you know, to all the listeners out there who, you know, few episodes we're going to be trying to do, uh, you know, live reporting from the Comic Con. Well, (laughs) you just have this to look forward to, people. Dave Tapia is coming back (laughs) to the podcast. So. I love Dave. That's going to be hilarious. And then? <laughs> You're going to get a 40-hour podcast. <laughs> to describe a one-hour panel. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> oh, okay. dear. Yeah. So we're going to try to do, a, a, well, if not, at least every other night at Comic-Con. We'll see how it, because every year that we're more successful at Comic-Con, one of the side effects, benefits, and, and uh, punishments is we get invited to a lot more parties every year. Yeah. So, you know, last year, especially while we committed to nightly, it was just, it was harder because, like, every night we, you know, we did really have something else to do. So we were podcasting, like, one in the morning. And, and uh, in fact, at one point, one of the podcasts, Lon burst in and said, wake up, Derek! Let's do the podcast! <laughs> did, I, did I do that? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, old man. I believe I, the words old man were her. <laughs> All I know is there was, like, like, brief pauses where, like, we're doing the podcast and we're like, Derek, are you, are you awake? awake? <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding it and just going, please, oh. <laughs> and that was the night we debuted your catchphrase. Do you like my body? <laughs> was that what it was? Oh, that okay, was that yeah, night. So. You had gone to see Jenna James. Hey, we've got another guest star with us. Whoa! Oh, and entering uh, Aaron see. Frost, everybody. Sit down, Aaron. Frost. Yay! Yay. 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 Tapping out with you. Know. We're just talking favorite podcast moments. Maybe Aaron has one. Well, Aaron joined us the female influence well she actually actually she was already the female influence editor for the website right sure sure you would, i can't imagine <laughs> anyone but you coined that phrase. phrase female influence editor yeah i was trying to come up with a good editor title because what i notice is that when you go to conventions you get a lot more respect if you've got editor on your business card uh-huh. or you're me and claim that you run the site yeah, that's another. That was a bitter discovery a couple of years ago. I think it was the first time I met Lon at, at, a, at a WonderCon when I was. I, I, you, you, Lon was shooting for you. I think. Oh no, I was shooting for. Yeah, Lon. Oh, you yeah. Were, let's get it straight. <laughs> okay, I'm no, sorry, but Lon see, was shooting for me. But see how effective Chris is when he says ah, this. Ah, yes. And I was and I was in it giving my card to people and they're going, "Oh yeah, your your editor came by earlier, the guy that runs the site." And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've never claimed to run the site. Oh, yeah, I'm with. 
Fanboy yes, plant. It's true. You and I never go any deeper. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, sure. Shallowness is your strength. Uh, so, That's right. Anyway, back to you, Aaron. <laughs> what? Huh? Oh. And Aaron was on a movie, one of the re- movie review podcasts because we did the Harry Potter. That's and... actually the one I was going to bring up as my favorite because okay. it was funny sitting across from the San Jose rep in the dark, in the rain, in the middle of summer, talking about Harry Potter. It was an awesome evening. It was random. <laughs> so, yeah. Holding the copy in my hand. Yeah, too, that's actually. right. You were rereading it that day. I was to make attempting sure you... <laughs> to reread it in time. Wasn't that a Jimmy Buffett song? Raining. Sitting across Sitting from across the, from the, 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 the rain, rain in the middle of summer. In Margaritaville. Yeah. <laughs> I think Leonard Cohen might have written that. I do like Leonard Cohen. Who's Leonard Cohen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, okay. That's, that's Aaron's favorite, sitting in the rain, talking about Harry Potter. Does Garcia have a favorite podcast moment? Yes, I Anything do. Anything with actually. him in it right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, but slightly below that. That would be the Andy Mead uh, favorite moment. <laughs> yes. Actually, well, seriously, we didn't invite oh, Andy. Oh, you know, Andy was part of the podcast for a while. That's true. That's yeah. true. For and we, and uh, we mentioned last week, uh, Steve would often uh, spotlight, especially to tell us what he was eating. Yes. yes. Eating that's right. Maybe if we're lucky, and very quiet, don't scare him off. He'll come over and chew on the microphone again. And just and just for Andy, Hellblazer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Chris, favorite moment? I would actually have to say it's one of two. There's the uh, the wonderful when Derek was away and Lon did the extended Derek imitation. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Derek would come. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. Reminding me of tonight's Lon's pod- last podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, but actually, the other one was, and I'm trying to remember how it came up, but the uh, the Nicolincino episode. <laughs> oh, that was a great episode, yes. <laughs> that one, because I think, I believe taping that was almost three hours. <laughs> but I also think that was the first time it occurred to us to start titling. Because it was such a, yes. uh, you know, it was such a great catchphrase going through about, you know, done a Nicolincino. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, what a great title for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go back and check. I think Fishnets and Bunnies was the first one actually. Po- bunnies, uh, and bunnies and Fishnets. Bunnies and Fishnets, yeah. yeah. But yes. it's a close call between few the titles two. stick in my head, but that one. <laughs> <laughs> Nickel and Chino. You know, yes. yes. Drink. Uh, <laughs> I think my favorite was, I think it was your, or one of the favorites, because they're all like my babies. But um, Ignored the, and given to other people? Pretty much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zing! And, and hungry and naked. True. Oh, oh no. Derek, Derek took off the headset. I'm down. That was brilliant. Man down. Man down. I wish I'd thought of that. Wow. That's a good Hold one. On. Good one. Be still, Steve's here. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Simonetti. Hello, everybody. Steve, what's your favorite podcast moment? When Steve walks into the podcast. I- right. <laughs> you know, for all time's sake, would you come in and like chew on something? I don't have anything to chew on. Well, you got ice in that? No, it's just water. <laughs> Why don't you drink for the microphone? You can swallow it from the microphone. Why don't you swallow it? How's that? How's that? Very loud gulp. It's just dribbled all over you. Dribbled all over me. The things I do for you people. Yeah, but you loved it. Never make that face again. Please don't. So, Lon, your babies. Oh, my babies <laughs> that we love so much. Oh, um, Michael and Chino right now. 
I think it was one of the one of the ones that stand out for me was the night. I think you were doing. Were you doing the Tony Loco signing here when Teague is here? Oh and, yeah, that's he wasn't really on it. it right, was just, you was, and me random accessing and, people's were walking. Yeah, by. so me and Rick were trying to put together like a, a podcast. We were just pulling in people and interviewing here and there. And I think like we actually did a pretty decent, it had a, entertaining a, a show. Interstitial music Yeah, but it was one of those where it was kind of like that was just a fun night of you know everybody walking and walking in here. And then I think the other moment was when I debated the guy about the movie Beast versus the comic book Beast. <laughs> you guys remember that? Yes. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, and these two guys turned their backs on me. That was great. <laughs> They sided with the fan. It was great. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, good, mo- they good moments. Good moments. Pretty fast there. Yeah, <laughs> I was all, wow. Is this this is well, what the under a bus looks like? Now awesome. I know where our friendship went south. Right, <laughs> right. So it's my fault. Is that what you? Yeah, me? pretty much. Oh, so. that, was, that was the week before I started too. That was the one. No, I think you were there after that. That was a while. I don't know. I think it was. I think it was your appearance that made us think about the movie Beast and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not to that say, speaking or- of which, but Anna Warren is right behind you. Hi, everybody. Anna! There have been less awkward transitions, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anna Warren, of course, owns Elusive Comics and Games. When we started, she didn't. It, there was no such thing. No. That's right. It was uh, Brian's books. Uh, when we first started podcasting, it was Brian's no, books. It was, uh, yeah, you're right. And then, right. And then it became yes. Fanboy Planet, but right. nobody remembers that time. It's sort of like a... Dark retcon. History. It's sort of like a retcon. <laughs> it's like what, what happened between... It's like between Heroes Reborn. That's right. That's it. And I turned into Onslaught. That was must, that <laughs> must be it. We just rather that didn't happen. Uh, the, the Rob Liefeld year. Uh, so, yeah. And then Anna, of course, is the publisher, uh, owner of, of also Elusive Arts Entertainment. Thank uh, you. Published Dorothy and Tony Loco. And uh, somehow that got her entwined into this store and the fool bought it. So, uh, so I, have a, I have a question. <laughs> I, I have a question for Anna that's different than because I – Pretty sure she doesn't have a favorite podcast moment. I thought you were going to say favorite podcaster. Okay. Well, yeah, she does. We all know. We all know. That's you. Yeah. And then the audience doesn't know who I was pointing at. Exactly. (laughs) So, Anna, why do you point at least at someone who actually buys things here? Okay. (laughs) Why do you continue? I buy reference books. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is like a. Yes. Why do you continue continue to let us podcast out of your no. your establishment? Don't ask. Oh <laughs> For sheer amusement, I'm sure. Oh, the money. No. <laughs> oh, she doesn't know. She has, <laughs> she has points on the net. So <laughs> the fame, the notoriety, the um, the fact we spotlight the show every the the my story and it brings in like a half a customer every year. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, well that's a half that. more than would have been here. <laughs> that why do i let you podcast here because you guys are so nice because um you'll play carcassonne okay and then did i win neglect the game it's still going um (laughs) you lost by the way rick (laughs) it's still going Derek. because um why because i think it's i think it's good to have multimedia uh, like promoting it um, because I like having more people in the store because I think it adds a lot of life to the place even when you guys aren't here. Um, You're talking about the cool. bathroom, aren't you? <laughs> 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 yes. Um, I don't have a single reason. Well, we just have to thank you for letting us do it. Yes. This is thank you, 
And, and do we have do we have yeah. anything to promote this week that you'd like to you know get, this is your chance time to, to chill have uh, something store. oh well actually yeah um, uh, for local listeners um, there's going to be an ad in the Mercury News the I section uh, tomorrow Ooh. Thursday which I don't know so it's probably yesterday or, yesterday and then <laughs> or two uh, days actually, ago the seven. 7- and the 25th, the Mercury Eye section is going to have an ad um, promoting the Batman movie, and um, local comic book stores in the area, including Elusive Comics, and you bring in the ad, you get 10% off any Batman item, and um, that's kind of cool, so we've got a whole Batman promotion going on Are you going to include action figures on that? Because I think Every you have Batman some action, Batman cool. action figures. Anything related Batman. Um, All that Batman-related Sharks memorabilia. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, the discount on the shark stuff's twenty five percent off. If you want to reduce that discount, okay. no problem. We like that. We like that. Yeah. Um, uh, that and uh, I don't know Comic Con. I'm just going to promote Comic Con. I know it's sold out, but stuff by the Elusive Art slash Catastrophic Comics booth. Yeah, is that two one oh nine? Is that the right? Two one oh nine in the IP Pavilion, the red carpet area, and um, in the shadow of DC. Yeah, oh. I won't actually be at the booth. Derek here will. Um, I'll be wandering the floor. Representing. Wandering the earth, um, doing my Light thing. Pain. So if you want to, you know, chill with me, party with me, I know where the good parties are, then you should stop by the store and find out what my phone number is to text me. There we go. All righty. Bold. Cool. Thank, Thank you very much. Okay, bye, Anna. Anna. The dog oh, the dog left. The dog <laughs> left. Stephanie did not get a chance to say what her favorite. Right. And we've got yeah. to get Stephanie in here before she, uh, she, she has, has to, to go disappear. off her rehearsal. She turns into a puppet. There is a curfew at 8 o'clock in San Jose. Uh, she's working tech on, I should say, City Lights Theater Company in San Jose. Uh, this weekend opens their production of Hair. Go see it. The it's Tribal awesome. Love Rock musical. And it's running through the end of August. So, uh, it is? Oh, yeah. I, I, know, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I know more I about it than you do. week gig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh. I think they're paying Stephanie a dollar, right? That's it. Anyway, go ahead. Dollar fifty. Okay, good. Yeah. Favorite, okay. favorite podcast moment. Okay. Episode forty one. She's going to her and notes, ladies back. and gentlemen. It was on May twenty fourth, two thousand seven. And at twenty eight minutes and thirty eight seconds, Lon made fun of Derek about his use of the watchman. Casting, so we can talk about the that. Watchmen. No, Ding. which no. actually is irritating me because a lot of sources have been saying, called referring it to that. I way know you don't the like Watchmen. the the in front of it. Articles exist for a reason to be ignored. Read Falls Count anywhere for proof. <laughs> well, that's spelling, grammar, everything is ignored by Mr. Garcia. We're gonna go mano a mano. I'd like to have you know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. It's not called The Watchmen. No, but I'm afraid the script may be, and I'm afraid that the... Would, real, would that ruin your whole Watchmen it would. experience? It would. Because it changes Derek the would meaning. be in the parking lot. There should be no the! It, we are protesting! It changes the meaning of the title. Please explain how. Okay. <laughs> For 20 points, please explain how the article The changes the name of The Watchmen. All right. If it's The Go. Watchmen, if it's The Watchmen, it means... These characters, these six characters, are a super team called the, the Watchmen, and that's what this is about, a very specific group. Right. If it's Watchmen... It's a category. It's a category. It's a concept. It's a metaphor. No one... No, I, know, the, I still don't get it. It's a metaphor for well, what? Well, you're a PE teacher. Thank it's you. a metaphor for our willingly to give over power Goes to these to the people. Latin quote. Right. Who watches the Watchmen? So if you have Watchmen, who watches them? Who watches... The, the Watchmen. Watchmen. 
Yeah. I knew you were going to catch that. So, wow. So you can catch an article when I say it, but not when you don't write it. Well, okay. That, that, hey, I'm not arguing that. <laughs> it's I'm easier just, to see something that's actually there, Derek. But see, you know, but see that, but quote. he makes the great point. Is but it's you still, quote the quote. It's, it's so like, moving right along to something listeners might, might want to hear. I know. I know. I'm sorry. No, but that's a good, that's an interesting point, though, because, I mean, you know, hey, if you have a, you know, a problem I'm with the article in front of it. Goodson. Goodson. It's okay. You wouldn't get your name right. I'm just saying that we should explain it. I thought that was a good explanation. And it's become a regular bit. Yeah. In my life. Yeah. yeah, I remember that one time you saw me sitting at the bench reading the book. And you call me a wannabe, so I made fun of you about using the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But first ep- you, because first you actually said, yes, I'm reading The Watchman. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, so Stephanie's been listening to the podcast. Yeah. You mentioned it in episode 47, Bunnies and Fishnets. <laughs> there you go. This is scary. 48 minutes to 47, 30 seconds. He's a Zorlac. Okay, she's a voice just for having The next the generation stamp. of Zorlac. I know. She's so proud. Meta Zorlac. <laughs> oh. So proud. Oh, it's like, if you could uh, insert now, uh, what a wonderful world. You know, David Reed. Because there's a, there's a line there about, <laughs> never more. <laughs> I ever know. Only Stop now! <laughs> You're ruining it. Stop. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Any other moments? Stephanie? I. Yeah. She has a list. No, no like there's only two. There's oh. only two. No, okay. Two does constitute a list, though. Okay. Yeah. I had to do homework afterwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay. So I've actually got two. <gasps> oh, you got two. But the, the one was, and I, I really meant to go back and listen to it. I will probably f- go find this and excerpt it or something. But early in the teen ep- teen episodes, <laughs> our awkward, those awkward <laughs> episodes. Back when we were all hanging out at uh, Arnold's chocolate shop, yeah. and we had that bet to see who would lose their virginity first. That one. That one. <laughs> <laughs> The look on Rick's face is priceless right now. I don't remember talking to you about my virginity, Chris. <laughs> anyway. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, Rick's son is actually older than some of our guests tonight. So, <laughs> so I'm saying pretty much sure Rick won. <laughs> so uh, we kind of spontaneously decided that we needed a slogan. Oh, jeez. And we didn't work very hard at it. We you came up with something. Slogan? We came up with something pretty quickly, and I remember thinking, "This is never going to stick," but it, it stuck. <laughs> this is the Fanboy Planet podcast coming to an end. Remember, use your powers only for good. See, how about if you say, "How about if you say, this is Derek McCaw from Fanboy Planet." Now go read something good. How about Andy Meade say that? I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I can't do I can't do my catchphrase. I you, just wish you would wait a half a second after he finished with what he's saying, no, no. so I could edit that. Well, that's so, why he's not waiting. No. Obviously, <laughs> duh. So look at so Derek does his catchphrase. I can't do a catchphrase after that. No, you can't. You just did. No, I'm just saying. I, I just. Can we all do a catchphrase? I mean, Mario, come back. Please, Mario, come back. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not doing a catchphrase. If if everybody had a catchphrase, then that would be one thing. My catchphrase would be, I want bags and boards with that. 
<laughs> this is Lon Lopez from MoronLife.com. I want bags and boards with that. that. Yeah. See, not bad. That's that's more creative than Derek's. All right, sign off. <laughs> I'm done. I'm hungry. I want I want a burrito or something. That's a good catchphrase. <laughs> I want a burrito. This is Derek McCall. Until McCall's next week, com. Until next week, I want a burrito. It's burrito time. Yeah, yeah it's burrito time. That's good. I think it's only stuck because you guys are keeping it stuck, right? I mean, is it? That's how it sticks. Exactly. Well, I mean, how does anything? And then, and then at the first time we said it, but and it was, and it was, it was the, it was the the pause and the emphasis. It was like use your powers only for good. <laughs> and then Andy Mead goes, "That was it." <laughs> <laughs> but what what's been awkward? That ties in kind of to the other thing we we. That's really my favorite. Is that when we've done shows where we've done a lot of interviews, like when we've gone to, um, particularly going to uh, WonderCon um, or the, the, the San Jose Con, the when we talked to SuperCon, when we talked to Jane Weedle and stuff. But getting getting celebrities to try and say that slogan. Yeah, who'd have thought that was so hard to say? Right. We'd have to write it out. <laughs> Remember when uh, what's his name? Uh, when Josh Dysart, we had to I practically have to do it phonetically with musical notes <laughs> to get him to do it right. Follow the bouncing Rick. <laughs> okay, well, we can try it a couple of times because I cut these things up anyway. So. Sure, sure. Uh. Never mind the big guy. Is that is that something I'm doing now? Yes, yeah, right, so, now, so right now. Right now. going to use later. it to sell Mitsubishi's. Yeah. Yeah, I am exactly. uh, Josh Dysart, lover of Ernest Hemingway. Hang on. <laughs> Marxist <laughs> revolutionary. Start okay, start again. Start again? Yeah. Is that not What we want to do is not have anybody talking over you when you start. <laughs> All right. It's, it's an important thing. Okay. Uh, I am Josh Dysart. Um you're not testifying. Say hi. You're hi. talking people. I know. You know, this is so weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Josh Dysart, friends with the Dalai Lama, and I use my powers only for good. That's You know, the Dalai Lama is against homosexuality. Did you know that? People he, don't think. He what? People, that's true. The Dalai Lama actually has spoken out against homosexuality. Has so Be he? careful with your Buddhas. Yeah, they're... I just don't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No sex in the day, too, something I recently heard. No sex in the day. I got a problem with that. Yeah. I should don't. I'm married. I'm okay. Your power's only for good. So Did I say that part yet? So, so, yeah, which do pimp I think your, I've done an excellent stuff. bump. Pimp your stuff, you know? Okay. <laughs> no, what you've done is an excellent outtake. <laughs> and it will be. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Okay. One more time. Say, hey, fans, or whatever. And I'm supposed to be pimping my shit, too, yeah, huh? Yeah, you yeah. are. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, hi. Wait. Okay. <laughs> this is so alien for me. <laughs> Get used uh, to it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm Joshua Dysart, and uh, I just finished Conan and the Midnight God, and I'm currently working on the revamp of Unknown Soldier, which will be out next year, and a graphic novel with Neil Young. I did Swamp Thing for a couple of years, uh, and I use my powers only for good. Use your powers only. Is that what I said? Yeah, you say you're talking and, to and re- you're talking to them. Oh. And you're saying and remember. Use your. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a use PSA. Your... It is exactly. a PSA. Oh. It is a PSA. All right, are we starting over from scratch? No, you, you can just do the last bit. Yeah, I can cut it back in. Okay. And uh, remember. And remember, use your powers only for good. Excellent. Thank you. That'll work. It's like it's, it's like it's like ingredients in a cake. Eventually, I get enough. I can mix <laughs> yeah, it all exactly. together. Exactly. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. Oh, no, I'll cut up. It's my turn. It's your turn. Oh, here it is. 
<laughs> oh, that was that was truly hilarious. Yeah. So those, um, yeah, the interviews I just love uh, the fact that's one what really makes us really cool to me is when we were able to go out and fake that we're, we're worthy of talking to all these celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and we've talked to some really interesting people. But I mean, John Provost. That's what I love about this job. You know, is is just wait. You're getting paid for this? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I, I call it a job. It makes me feel better oh, at night. Okay. But you know that we we have met people and talked to people that there's no way I you know as a kid would right. have thought that that you know I'd ever get to talk. I to got these to people. visit DC and Marvel Comics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bases and talk to mm-hmm. editors and writers and uh, that was just. Awesome. I got to meet Hugo nominated writer Chris Garcia through this podcast. So well, you've known since you were like 15. Ah, that's true. <laughs> But he didn't know what a Hugo was until he <laughs> yes. until this podcast. Exactly, yeah. we explained this podcast it to him to get me entry into many, many different arenas, uh, claiming to be the one who produces it. Um, <laughs> so, actually, I was invited to a prestigious podcasting workshop to actually be one of the producers. I, I had to turn it down, but I felt because you would have been exposed. Uh, <laughs> not only that, because like I think the it time your era of mystery, like the time you set me up uh, for Josh Blaylock, who runs Devil's Due Productions, and and he uh, and Chris Garcia walked into this shop when it was in, around the corner, and he saw a copy of GI Joe, and he said, "Oh." Mookie Blaylock is writing yes. is writing GI Joe. Nobody tells me these things, and so uh, and I said, "What well, you know, Josh Blaylock?" He said, oh yeah, we're good friends. Blah, 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 blah. Met him at this convention. Blah blah blah. blah. And so I walked up. Mookie to, Blaylock's to, a basketball uh, player, uh, isn't he? Basketball, basketball. basketball. But uh, so I went. Uh, you know, he said, "Yeah, he likes when you call you call him Mookie." So I actually oh. met Josh Blaylock because I didn't know there was a basketball player. And uh, at, at Comic Con, I said, "Oh yeah, one of my guys." Because that's how I'm always kind of say one of my guys uh, was here, and uh, and he said he know you. And so he said to call you Mookie, and that was the end of our conversation. Mm. Thanks to Chris. <laughs> well, to be well fair. speaking about the end of a conversation. Hey, hey conversation killer Michael Goodson. Hi, everybody. Happy 100th. Yeah. Yay. Michael, cold call on this. What was your favorite Fanboy Planet pod? by the way. Oh, cold call. <laughs> I uh, really enjoyed the <laughs> spanking you, you just got. <laughs> Firm punch to my bunghole I just received. <laughs> that was more of a slap. I would say the uh, the first one. Okay. It, it never got better as far as. <laughs> <I know. laughs> all downhill. It was short. It was all Michael talking, and uh, and it's the only one he can remember. Just like it sucks. <laughs> oh. This is a family Why do you say show. That you know we're going to edit out. <laughs> In the hopes of not actually making it on. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So Maybe we should move into the regular part of the show. The regular part of the show. Uh, Kevin, are you still good or do you need to uh, run off? You should probably run off to rehearsal. Well, that, do you have signal? <laughs> Did she drop you off around the corner? Or? Mom, don't pick me up from the podcast. <laughs> We're not trying street. to get rid of you. We just want to be blamed sure for your abduction. Because yeah. <laughs> they'll hold me responsible. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stephanie's got to go off to rehearsal tonight. So, yeah, well, let's talk about movies then. I love oh. are, we sa- are we saying goodbye to Stephanie? Or? Well, we don't know. Is she leaving? So long. Oh. You sure making her feel better? Yeah, way to go. <laughs> yeah, why don't you just leave way now, okay? Go. Is, uh, is Debbie leaving? I mean, 
So Debbie, Debbie's staying. She's going to stare balefully when we accidentally reveal something about Rick. Yeah. Okay. What do you got for us, D-Man? Well, let's see. Uh, we got, of course, this is the week that the Dark Knight opens. Uh, I can't wait. Yes. And uh, I, I, I can't decide if IMAX really adds that much to it, but it was, uh, it was cool to see it on an IMAX screen. So if you have that opportunity, I say go. I'll have the full review. But you haven't compared it to with non-IMAX. Non you don't know. No, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it, I don't know if it necessarily adds. It, it's it, every time it's kind of an external shot, you know, a big cityscape. Then it goes to the IMAX actual format. Oh, it jumps back and forth. It jumps back and forth. Oh. So that and, that, and that's what. Can I'm you tell? How that's do you tell? Set, that's going to set off my epilepsy. Box, you can tell. So the top and the bottom are are filled oh. with the screen. If uh, oh, you mean like so? If you're watching it on IMAX, there's there's bars. Yeah. And then when they go to the IMAX scenes, it's a full screen. Mm -hmm. Weird. And so how are they going to... That would be kind of distracting, yeah. actually. And then how do you think they're going to do that when they... It was distracting normal the screen. first they time did they the did DVD. that cut over. And then I no, no, no. But like when we see it on a normal screen, are we, we're probably not going to see yeah, I don't know. any real imax I don't know. I mean, it's very so much when what basically is it just all the him flying through the city is the IMAX? There's a couple stuff? of sequences that are uh, that are not the, well. The first it's not like him shaving or anything, right? <laughs> I mean, nothing. The first six minutes, which had been leaked, it's all Alfred a few yeah. months okay. ago. Yeah, it's uh, not Michael Caine talking, right? Yeah, <laughs> just, just you know, Michael Let's Caine and IMAX not so bad. Yeah, really. Yeah. Except way too many pores, but that's Ooh, really yeah. good. Mm. I don't know. Jaws: The Revenge in IMAX was pretty good. Yeah, well, that time it was personal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> And now Stephanie takes her leave. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Our number one fan, everyone. She'll catch up Absolutely. to the rest of this podcast later. Absolutely. So, uh, where what were we? Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Uh, IMAX. Yeah, they had, uh, and here's uh, they had a trailer for Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, which is also having uh, selected sequences shot in IMAX. I kind of dropped off the planet the last month. I didn't even know there was a trailer out for that. I'm gonna cry now. No, 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 no. It was just, but it was really funny because it, it like we usually don't get trailers before uh, press screenings. Yeah. So it went black. Then the Harry Potter came. There was just one line from Michael Gambon. You don't see a thing, and it just goes a bit. Who's Michael Gambon? No, like, He's Gambon's the guy playing Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Oh. Yeah, so he just you know says what you know this is where it gets serious Harry or something like that, and it's just. Does the title and says selected sequences? In so it's really, really, an er it's like an early yeah. one sheet yeah. trailer yes. kind of yeah. thing. But the one that really got the press going was that they had a trailer for Watchmen. The Watchmen, really? <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> not yes. while Stephanie's yeah, going. Yeah, so it was the first time that I, I, I don't know if anybody else, if if somebody's seen it, if it was leaked online. Yeah. The first time I've seen uh, Doctor Manhattan. And so it's very Dr. Manhattan heavy. Did you ever think in your lifetime you'd be describing a Watchmen trailer? No. <laughs> I, I, it, it's, it's a wonderful moment. All I say is, that they is, and I don't know if the guy can tell the story, but the imagery they show in the trailer looks a lot like Dave Gibbons' artwork. And Dr. Manhattan looks like Dave Gibbons' That's very awesome. Really crud up. And uh, so awesome How man, do they, looks different. But do you think they're going to show, I mean, you saw the trailer. Is he naked like he's in the comic, or do they give him little shorts? Uh, the only sequence or is like radiation the, really no. powerful around his <laughs> genitals? Everything's <laughs> <laughs> just really, <laughs> really blurry. I can't gonna, see. No, Weird mosaic do an Austin pattern. Powers, if you, just, there's always going to be something convenient. If right you recall, there. and I'm not trying to to dish you because I can't remember if you have read Watchmen or not. Just once or twice, but okay, that's, I haven't studied it. At, 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 in the first what six issues or so, it, it, he does have like little black 
shorts of some kind. Little like boy thong, shorts or something? Like a little thong. Yeah, he's not entirely detached. So, that's so he's they, a metro so, is what you're saying? Yeah. So there was okay. no moment where I went, Wow, that's blue. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, it was it was a uh, international mail number one four four five three. So it, it was uh, Doctor Metrosexual. It was cool. Billy brought up, and, and the trailer actually began with um, with, with the origin of Doctor Met, seeing the, like the first sequence of him stepping into the reactor, and then they have like the music playing, and it keeps cutting across to actual watch works. You know, obviously that's going to be the motif, and it uh, and then the music slows down. Like so, you've got this real sense of of that of the theme of the movie, everything falling apart and winding. Oh, down. really? Not, it really cool. I heard it's got effect. like uh, Billy, like Smashing Pumpkins music or something on it playing. Is that what it is? I, I don't think I know Billy Corgan's work well enough to. Oh, uh, okay. You know, if, if that's what it I said online, it said like yeah. playing it, old Smashing Pumpkins or something. It could like be. That. So it, it yeah, interesting. Yeah. Might be. Uh, but I really enjoyed the Dark Knight. The, the main thing, uh, although the, the no spoilers. I don't want to hear anything. Nope, it was just good. Good. That's those, all I want to hear. Those six minutes that were leaked online, which are in IMAX, are were, which are in the IMAX. Yeah. The the opening Even better was the fifteen minutes of just Heath Ledger, including uh, between takes that hit about three or four that. days ago. Oh. Uh, you can find it on the the major network. It's just like raw, raw. It's just raw, uncut stuff. It's incredible the amount that he pulls out of it. And it is, it's not a spoiler to say it is an amazing performance by him. You know, Jack Nicholson's Joker was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger, and as much as I, I at, beforehand I was saying, like, I didn't like the way he looked. I didn't like the idea that he puts on the makeup himself. Not once during the film did I have time to reflect upon how I didn't like that because his it was just so he is so the Joker. Yeah. And it is so frightening. And, and, and it I, is I, so no. It, it'd be no. an R-rated. It'd be an R-rated movie if you know they cut the blood out so they could get the PG thirteen. But I'd say so. If, we should expect a director's if, if you're a parent saying, "I wonder if my kid can handle this." No, no, scary. Can't. It's really scary. It's really psychologically intense. You yeah. just scared my wife away from it. The, the I'm intensity sorry. of his performance, particularly. Yeah, and that even even that section, and it's so. like it shows him at one point looking at the script, and then. Uh, he sort of looks at the script, and he sort of he does this face thing, and you're looking at it maybe from the distance of. Well, now I have to go feet. find this thing. Yeah, this is it's Oscar level, easy, easy. Oscar I level. I'm gonna say, and I've heard I've heard show. that, uh, but the Oscar doesn't like to give best actor posthumously. They've given it once. They've done it three once times. Or, no. Have they? They've nominated. No. Peter Finch won the Best Supporting Actor Oscar for Network. Okay. And that was after he, he was nominated after he had died. Right. Um, so they've that was posthumous. That's the definition. Well, but they, there are people who died in between. Ah. Hmm. Uh, between nomination. But and, he was nominated right. posthumously, so it's quite I possible. Swear was, I swear it was nominated. Jack Palance posthumously and one awarded. Yeah. Peter, Peter Finch is the only winner. Is the only one who has won. Three nominated, one awarded. But there's only been one ever awarded. Okay. So it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. And but it's also the type of movie that never gets nominated. We'd say that, except Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp was nominated for Best Actor as, as Jack Sparrow. So I think that's changing. But he's still alive. I don't know. They overlook Shaq. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just talk about Shaq? He just he just made a, an oblique steal Deal reference. reference. And I Sam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either performance was acceptable. <laughs> and what about... Wow. Okay, so... and. Obviously, there's some homage to Heath Ledger at the end of the film. Or there's there's a reference, you know, dedicated okay. to yes, of course. Yeah. 
So okay, well, I can't wait. It's it's tomorrow. A, it's a worthy seal. Yeah. It, uh, what time is the first showing tomorrow? Oh uh, well, midnight shows. Midnight shows. Yeah. Yeah. There are okay. ten. There are ten fifteen showings at some places. Okay. Oh really? So, Get yeah. out. I'm just making sure I can I can post a post an interview tomorrow or should post an interview tomorrow. Um, yeah, so that's the only thing. So, of course, you know, Mamma Mia, I know, is going to pull away a lot of that business. So, what do you guys Well, do? all the people that can't get into Dark Knight are going to go, ABBA, let's yeah, go. Yeah, is, <laughs> Mama Mia is I think they'll do, run into Hellboy instead. You know? Honestly, Mamma Mia is going to do huge business next week. And that's because it's going to be the only movie since Sex and the City that will that, significantly that women draw see. women. Yeah, so... so Couples will go to the theater. The men will go see. Exactly. <laughs> women will take a hard right into ABBA. Oh, yeah. Well, this the, the what record, a prescient view of your weekend, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> the record for the largest weekend single sex audience was was Sex in the City, and mm-hmm. it was eighty percent female, uh, accounting for I think almost eighty million, seventy or eighty million dollars. But, I, but I, I've got a. But Mamma Mia is also not getting great reviews. I mean, I, I don't know. I I, I should. And does Mamma Mia have the built-in fan base that Sex and the City did? No, not as no. much. I, people, it's, there's a big Mamma Mia. But they didn't sell Mamma Mia DVDs. You know, all seven seasons. But it has been it has been a road show for hmm. years and keeps coming back. It's musical. a very popular yeah. musical. It's ABBA. Yeah. Plus, for Sex and the City, you didn't calculate In the spite of the, ABBA. Uh, the gay men that went to see it too. <laughs> and they're going to go see ABBA. ABBA. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. Same thing. I was just but I had the, the weird experience last night on uh, <laughs> on Letterman. They had uh, you know Meryl Streep was a guest, and then and then Aaron Eckhart. So you had the one two punch of Mamma Mia, and this goes back to the Orson Scott card thing that they showed a clip of, of Meryl Streep singing. It was not good, and they were all talking about what a fantastic voice she has. That's uh, that's great. And Aaron Eckhart came out and was like, "Oh man, what a singer she is!" I'm like, "Oh yeah." By the yeah. way, I have to point out it is Santa Clara County's own oh, Aaron Eckhart. Los Gatos uh, native, isn't he? Uh, I think it's Los. I think he's an unincorporated. Santa Clara County. <laughs> <laughs> on his IMDb page, it just says Santa Clara Oh, if County. only Stephanie hadn't left, she could answer this question. <laughs> so. I knew he was from the South Bay. I've worked with his brother. But okay. Mm. No, really? Yes. Mormon. Another movie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we've got, uh, we've got, of course, John Favreau has officially signed on for Iron Man 2, so are, are we excited? Lon? This was Lon, okay. I was Sure. Yeah, no, I mean. That makes me happy, actually. I think it makes happy. a lot of people happy, so. He did such a good job. Well, there you go. And then you're going to get, you know, Iron Man in 2010 like they promised, right? So mm-hmm. Apparently so. So Marvel pulled it off, opened up the checkbook, brought back Johnny Favs. Good. What's the date for Thor? Uh, next, next year. Uh, two years from now. To, it, 2010. 2010. It's yeah. going to be a month after Iron Man 2 opens. Iron Man 2 is currently scheduled for April 30th. Mm-hmm. And then... Okay. May twenty. Thor in June or something. I don't know. It's the end of May. It'll be like the same thing, like with Hulk, Iron Man, or Iron Man and Hulk. You know, give it a month, show the next movie, and you know that kind of thing. And as a result, rumor has it Warner Brothers is trying to do a a kind of a retrenching, and they've had a retreat to get everybody together to talk. Warner Brothers, yeah, they had a big old summit, like with was it comic writers and then movie. Like they're just trying to figure out. How can, Why can't we make any movies? Yeah. How can they respond? You know. How so, do we get some of this money? <laughs> now, it's not the first time they've had that, because in the wake of, of the X-Men's success, they did the same thing, and there was rumor they were going to hire somebody to Well, be, they stole Brian Singer to, to do... Be like, uh, to be like what Avi Arad was doing for Marvel, which ultimately became Marvel Studios. So is Warner Brothers going to create DC Studios? I don't know. But the, but the next rumor of a DC movie coming out... <laughs> Is the Wachowski brothers, which is not bad. They did an awesome job with Speed Racer. What are they going to do this time, Derek? Well, 
long before uh, they even did The Matrix, they wrote a screenplay for Plastic Man. Awesome. That and sounds I, great. It's actually a pretty good screenplay. I've read it. It's, uh, it's a, Man, it's who'd a they get to play uh, Plastic Man? That's going to be awesome. Who would you want? Anybody guesses? Who would you love I'm to be playing? Aaron Eckhart? <laughs> Maybe like I Jim Carrey or Jim somebody? Jim Carrey sounds like a great Garcia. Uh, no, no, no. So, uh, take a I serious shot. Down. <laughs> take, take, a, take a serious shot. Jim so Carrey. Jim Carrey would be a great choice. Mr. Bean? At one point, <laughs> uh, <laughs> at one point Paul Rubens was, was supposed to, was rumored to do Pee-wee. it. Pee-wee. Right. That would work. Uh, no, the, you know, they decided, they looked around and they went, you know, of all the multifaceted, rubber-faced actors that you could possibly get. Give it to me, dude. Wallace Shawn. Keanu Reeves. Oh. Wallace Shawn. Because the guy, the, char- <laughs> no, no, no. the no. character who can become anything needs to be played by the guy who can't play anything. <laughs> so, he, does although, a, he, he does a wood branch very, very well. Uh, he, does, pretty uh, much he, does, he, he has that one Whoa. expression if down pat. <laughs> if only he could play Pinocchio. Uh, <laughs> the little wooden boy. In puppet form. I, yeah, I, I know. Uh, are, they, are they going for the stoned plastic man? Is I that don't the know. Idea? Actually, I mean, my only thing is, because Lon and I were talking about it before the podcast, and he said, you know, he hasn't done comedies really since Bill and Ted. And the thing is, he actually no, he's is... He's done lots of comedies. They're yeah. just all unintentional. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, he did, he did was uh, Parenthood before or after Bill and Ted. Yeah, but Parenthood, he was playing the character from Bill and Ted's Ted. pretty much. So. But yeah. Bill and Ted, there is some, you know, there's vibrancy to it, I guess. It just doesn't make sense to me as a choice. And I'm hoping that that's just a really ugly, ugly rumor. It's got to be a bad started rumor. Started by someone who wanted to kill my soul. <laughs> Probably. Uh, we, I can guarantee that I didn't Good do Goodson, did so. you start this? <laughs> It would explain Mission the beer. <laughs> <laughs> so who would you rather have play Plastic Man, Derek? Because you're actually a Plastic Man aficionado, aren't you? I, I am. I'm a big fan. I have m- most of the archive editions. Who I've would you want biology. cast for a Wachowski's? Well, you know, I think right now Jim Carrey is a little too old. It's got to be, because Plastic Man's got to be someone in his late 20s, early 30s. Even Keanu Reeves... He, he, if even if you were thinking, it, it's just it's just yeah, and especially if you want a franchise too, you got to find somebody Justin you Long. can. That wouldn't be that would be bad. A, actually, I think that would be a good choice. You I know mean. who I think would be better, but he'd never it never happen. I, I can't think of the actor's name, but who's the uh, the sleazy guy from uh, the uh, uh, Big Bang Theory? The one who you played. Know, I was just thinking about the that. kid, the guy who played Nicolas Cage on uh, uh, Studio uh, uh, 60. 60 yeah. and I don't know what his oh, name God. is, but it just ties over. He's also he's a minor supervillain in Doctor Horrible's Sing Along blog. Oh, and it, God, he's hilarious. He plays a villain named Moist. Moist. Moist? Yeah, that guy's hilarious, he and is. he could do the. Ru- he he does do impressions. It. He could. He do does it. everything he else. He would be good, be, and, and he's you, got the look too. The question, and he's a geek. I think Plastic Man, even though people don't necessarily know a lot about the character, it is one of those weird characters that people do know the name. So I don't think that you need to have uh, somebody that's you don't, a star. But you Hollywood have, don't yeah, work like right, that. But you have to have the right guy. Yeah, I completely opinion? disagree. I think the only way you're going to get people to go see it in the mind of Hollywood is that well, Keanu Reeves is plastic. Man. <laughs> yeah, because he worked out so well. The for guy Constantine. from the guy from Big Bang Theory isn't going to be a big box. Well, that's what I said. But that's ju- what I prefaced Justin it with. Justin Long so. wouldn't be wouldn't be a bad choice. No, see, Justin Long would, but he would make it too cool. I think you know what I mean. Derek, I hate to rain on rain on your parade, but as a nun. Uh, fan person, um, I've never heard of Plastic Man. Okay, and, and you didn't watch the cartoon. Rick didn't um, like make you watch no, videotapes but, or no, anything. And I used to read Iron Man and stuff. Okay, so I have read a few comic books, but oh. I've never even heard of Plastic okay. Man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was just keeping my Are you buying me dinner tonight? Otherwise, <laughs> get the hell out. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I've, I've been a Plastic Man guy since I remember the cartoon watching it in Saturday mornings and it being one of my favorites. And So see, it's exclusively a Zorlock. <laughs> oh, that no. might be. Yeah, I, you're uh, supposed to defend me? Yeah, right, I, think, I really think that Keanu Reeves is, is a terrible choice and... So is things. there somebody of the Keanu Reeves yeah. level that could possibly uh, be a better choice? Actually, you know what? I think the way you sell this movie is... If you say you, Matthew McConaughey, I'm no, going no, no. <laughs> to kill you. I think you sell it on the basis of getting a star to play the villain and yeah. introduce yeah. somebody to to play pa- Plastic Man, and you get somebody who's really good in Do the Do the Debs thing yeah. they tried. Do yeah. the Punisher thing where they the got problem, Travolta The only the problem guy. there yeah. is that Plastic Man doesn't have... A, a, a no. villain. The well, thing, Hollywood can fix that. No you know, problem. The thing that Jack Cole did that was different from everybody was that, you know, the villains all you know died or just disappeared. Kyle Baker tried. He had a good villain in his run called Red Herring. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to That's imply awesome. that Red Herring had been a recurring villain, but there never had been before. Okay. But it was great. Like, you know, who was just constantly interfering with other plots. But as, <laughs> as my lovely wife has put, pointed out, the canon of Plastic Man is not really permeated into the general public. No, what would you want to say? The canon isn't. You could, you so, know, you could do anything. You're, yeah, you could, you could really well, create something. Essentially, what you're making is the mask for this generation. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you need. You need a charismatic character, funny storyline, and he's going to be acting like a human cartoon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you need somebody with that kind of energy who can pull it off. So you're saying completely CGI generated? It's not a bad idea. You could do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah incredi- I don't know if anybody like an Incredibles would. Plastic Man, mm-hmm. which they already did. Or the last girl. Oh, that was Mister Fantastic. That was Mrs. Fantastic. Uh, oh, Colbert. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, because Colbert you know, because be Alex awesome. Alex Ross paints Plastic Man looking like Colbert. Yes. There's no question. You are dead on. That would be the perfect Plastic Man and a name you could sell. Yeah, that's. Uh, Hollywood, I hope you are listening. <laughs> Please, Hollywood. Hello. If I talk to, if I, if we run into Gregory Novak, who is the closest thing to an Avi Arad at DC, uh, who's the vice president in charge of multimedia or something, uh, and microwave programming. And, and, yes, <laughs> uh, we should just uh, suggest that, sure, because uh, he listens to us. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right, um, but I would say back to the, you know. The Matthew McConaughey hurting my soul. After watching Dark Knight, I thought that because uh, the Matthew McConaughey thing, but we somebody suggested him for Captain America. I think that was uh, that that was uh, Lon a few weeks ago, and, Maybe. It, and it hurt my soul. No, I said uh, Matthew McConaughey for a remake of Big Trouble in I th- China. I thought you if said they it, ever, I did. thought you said it for both. It was, just to it hurt was me. Big Trouble. Uh, that uh, Aaron Eckhart would make a perfect Steve Rogers. The rumors guy. have gone around that he's he was talked about, but I mean, you know, no, there's no serious. Well, I mean, Talk, we're, only three year, I mean, we're only three years off. He, I mean, he's, he's a little old, but he's definitely got that all-American boy look and the the cleft chin. I, I tell you, I think they're going to go younger and get that uh, Channon Channer Channon Tatum. Tatum or whatever. So, yeah. I'm all telling right. you, they want somebody like that. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, all right, let's <laughs> move on. Okay, uh, I just like hurting Derek's soul. I know <laughs> you do, and you I like do. the fact that he came back to it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of souls, then Hellboy two, you guys saw it. Yeah, you, you haven't seen it. No, I didn't, didn't hurt okay. my soul. So last week we talked about it. I was the only one who had seen right, it. Right, so right. So we didn't spoil it. Uh, uh, I should move away. Okay. Uh, should I? Uh, all right. This is how we get them all. I believe. haven't, but I'd like to hear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't care. I'm so, taking an interlude. I'll be right back. <laughs> she's taking a quaalude. What'd she say? 
I mean, wait, wait, wait. Now, to, to, to circle back to something, Debbie, were you a Hellboy fan before the, that those movies? No, and I haven't seen any of the Hellboy movies. Okay, either. so. We got married, and then she stopped reading the stuff I gave her. Oh, right, because, right, you know, once yeah. the deal's done. I mean, yeah. and my wife hated gold, then we got Stop married. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I have all the elf quests. Your, your wife we hated, the, last week. hated okay. the metal men? Yes. What? <laughs> she hated gold and platinum and said she loved silver. But Salon, what And I married her. And, uh, but I digress. Tell me about Hellboy. Two. Better than the original? Uh, yeah, I more satisfying than the original. I thought uh, awesomeness, much, much more satisfying. Yeah, I thought the first movie. The, the thing that bothered me about the first movie was Hellboy was supposed to be this awesome character carrying a whole movie, and he got his butt whooped the whole movie. And like until the very end, I was kind of like, like Spider Man. Well, no, but it was just one of those things where I'm like, why am I supposed to think Hellboy's cool? Because in this movie, all the other characters are way cooler than Hellboy. In this movie, in the second one, it really felt like. This is Hellboy's movie, was, he, you know what I yeah. mean? This is his time, and so it was much more entertaining. Very so. studly Hellboy. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, Rick, what was your take? Uh, it's the the closest I could ever want Hollywood to do to a Mike Magnolia, Magnolia concept and all well, the aspects the, of it. Here's the thing: I'm not familiar with Magnolia stuff. So, is it more a Magnolia mo- movie or a Del Toro movie? Because all the stuff that I noticed, I was like, "Oh, that looks like a Pan's Labyrinth type." I but really think thing. that. I, I really think, think Del Toro they fed they, yeah. they fed each other's creativity over the last few years because Del Toro brought Mignola in for uh, Blade Two mm-hmm. to sort of like you know see could they work well together? They've become really good friends, and I don't think Mignola worked on Pan's Labyrinth, but I would say there's definitely an influence there, yeah. and there are subtle touches in Hellboy too. Like just looking around at the BPRD in their headquarters, there's that thing that's right out of the comics that there are all kinds of interesting things off to the side that are never commented that, on. That could just, be their own plot, and, yeah. you'll ne- and, and you'll never know. And that's what Magnolia does through all of his books. You know, there's, there's just stuff everywhere, and there's there's toss off lines and uh, excuse me. Yes, and I, that was for you. <laughs> Um. So the presumptuous. <laughs> no, but I will say that responding Accurate. to your responding to your comments last week, um, I did notice the subtle overacting by Doug Jones. Um, the subtle overacting. <laughs> yeah. it, it didn't bother me that much. It made him feel more freakish and alien. Yeah, but it just okay. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and he's one of those guys. And if you, if you see photos of just him. Uh, you know, it's like you look at that suit, him in that suit, and you go, "They're not like CGing away any flesh or anything." He's really yeah thin, right? Yeah. And which character? Oddly he? shaped Abe Sapien. Okay. And Could then somebody he, explain he to me one thing though? Characters too, but they made a big deal about in the beginning of the movie when he goes out and he wears his little neck breathing apparatus. Yeah. Then there's a good chunk of the movie where he's walking around the BPRD and he's not wearing it. So I was all. So can he breathe without it? And is it only sometimes? He's like, like Submariner. He can stop. <laughs> he yeah. took a, a deep while. breath and walked <laughs> yeah. around yeah. for a few He's hours. He's got eight lungs or something. Was, it was, I, I noticed that, too, and yeah. I'm not sure. I hadn't gone back and watched the first one to think, to see if I they had... I know in the books uh, he walks around without the apparatus. I thought the apparatus was something that was added to be kind of something awkward that you'd have to explain away. I don't remember mm-hmm. that from the books. Really yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. So, <coughs> um, But what, I thought ten, it just had so much action... The, it moved the, a lot faster. Moved really one. fast. No doubt. Uh, the 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 bonding scene in the middle yeah, was the, the, awesome. The, the Just, singing, but that's where it finally it that that part. Of I, it I'm sorry. Did you say me. singing? There's the singing. singing. Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. 
You're totally there. So well, they drink you Tecate. See, you see Mamma Mia? You can go over to see Hellboy 2. Awesome! <laughs> okay. the, the only places that really dragged for me, and I know it was supposed to be I, The Jeffrey Tomber stuff just didn't do it for me at all. It they didn't know what funny. they wanted to do I with was him. so tired of that character. He's whiny. He's not, he doesn't even set himself up well for the jokes. It, it was so they could create a couple of character twists, and I didn't like that. You know, it yeah. was... And how about Seth MacFarlane there? You're the big Family Guy fan. Um, you, I didn't think you he go was, first, then I'll go. I didn't think one. he was as subtle as you thought. Um, I almost felt like, oh, is this a character on Family Guy? I'm listening to. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, I'm not familiar with the comic characters, so oh, yeah. it was my first introduction to it. And I was so. upset they made him into a dick. <laughs> Because well, he's a very he's a very nice, kind individual. Especially in after the books. What, what, a couple months ago, they just did they did his origin story, yeah. the ectoplasmic man. Yeah. in comics. I didn't buy him as this authoritarian German who has this transformation in the mid. Well, I thought that was awkward because they were trying to make the connection for Hellboy being resentful and making the Nazi right. veiled Nazi comments, right. and you know so. You're right. It, it did that was serving that, but I, but the character kind of grew on me. I thought it, I thought they envisioned him well. Yeah. Yeah, so. they, I mean, they set it up so they could have the turnabout and to have him, you know. Yeah. But um, I love the character, and so it's like it wasn't for me like a secondary character that I liked the fact that they played around with his motivation and attitude mm-hmm. and stuff. You wouldn't do that with a major character. But here's why it worked for me, though, too, is in that first movie you had – that movie was about the human uh, – I forget his name, but pretty much he was Mr. Uh, Exposition. You know what I mean? The, the mm-hmm. guy who – I'm the human. I'm getting our intru- way yeah, into yeah our the way into their world. Whereas this one, that guy's not here, yeah. and now it's just the characters of the BPRD. Which, when Where's you read the comics, is what you should have. You know, yeah. so that's why it was so much more satisfying for me because it's like, okay, here's Hellboy. Here are all the other characters. We don't got anybody else distracting us from what's going on. I'm a little. I was a little confused by the ending. We don't have to say it here, but I mean, I I didn't think the they had explained motivation. For what they all did at the end, I was kind of like, "Why?" That bothered What's, me as well. It, it was, was a, I, to me, it the was, weakest point. Yeah. It was something I expected when they set up the relationship there that it, that was kind of how it was going to resolve. And then I don't it, like the Shrek two, two ending they had too. So, and those of you who saw, no, it, I'm a believer. The no, <laughs> yeah, where they play the monkeys. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman was saying, "Yeah, it was great." Uh, yeah. But Ron Perlman, man. Just Can that guy wear makeup or what? No, I, mean, I don't know. When I see makeup. his naked face, I think. <laughs> Why'd they put makeup on Hellboy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was just, I mean, he brought it for that movie. Just Oh, he's, like, he's clearly having a good time, and yeah. it is the is, role of a lifetime. Can I ask you this, though? You guys read the comic. I've only read, like, one Hellboy. Is Hellboy that wise cracking in yes. the comics? Yes. He is? Yes. Okay. Because yes. that's the whole thing. He, yeah, here's, the, here's Hellspawn. You know, I mean, that's what he is. He's, you know, the son of Satan, uh, raised by him, and he, and... And they I did. like the fact you'd that be snarky too. But like, by tying in how he liked Howdy Doody at the beginning of the movie, it's like that's the thing. He has totally absorbed American culture, mm-hmm. and that's what you know he likes being. I really like the fact that they had that scene when they the, with the goggles, and you get to see people as they really that are. That was great. And look at him, and he's got the horns and yeah. the yeah. fiery, thing, and they don't have to sit there and explain it. That's yeah. just given to the fans. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. No, I loved it. I thought it was great. Way better than the first one. I remember seeing the first one and just going, eh. And this movie, I definitely was like, eh. Ah. Yeah. So how does it rate compared to Iron Man? 
I don't know. Maybe she asked pretty the hard good. Questions. I, I mean, I think challenges. Like is Iron Man still the best movie? It's like choosing among his children, which <laughs> I would he say doesn't Iron do. Man. He just I would just say Iron Man still tops it, but not by much. See, I don't know. I mean, like it's one of those things where I don't really. It's a different type of movie. Yeah, it's, it's hard to describe because Iron Man's a total. This is an ensemble movie, mm-hmm. and just. But I, I remember earlier this year how you were so wild about Iron Man. Oh, that was just at the Baycon. I was just trying to get the fans going. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, in this one, you we definitely... never had an honest moment out of long. No, but this time, you definitely... My big... You know, if we we're going to compare, my big complaint with Iron Man was no real director presence. In this movie, you totally Tons can just see presence. Del Toro yeah. all over it. So, I don't know. I would say from a directing standpoint, this one's way better. But, at you know, I mean, I think... I, I don't know. I'd have to rate them kind of equal. I think I was just satisfied with both of them, and, you know, I had... First I was, honest thing you said, 99 podcasts. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I've had 99 podcasts, and this ain't one. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. And you're satisfied. There you go. Wonderful. What mm-hmm. do we have next? Let's move on to some TV stuff, or sort of related, because uh, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog did go live, which was news. What a great to, title. Was in, uh, Can someone clear that up for me? Now, they're showing it in four parts, but... Three, I thought it was three episodes. After the last one, they're taking it down like the next day. And then they're going to do a DVD release. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So everybody run out and Google Dr. Horrible. It's just www.drhorrible.com. Uh, and the first day it went live, you couldn't get, well, I couldn't get in. It was like I tried several times during the day and it just wouldn't come up because I think he underestimated how popular it was going to be. Um, yeah, I forwarded that link, the uh, trailer, to my wife, and she's like uh, a big fan of that now. She's like, you got to get that for me. Of Dr. Horrible, try. Well, I mean, it's out it's, there on the internet. Huh? You you know all those Nathan Film fans and, out and there. Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. And Dr. She she wasn't really sure what it was. She's like, did he leave? How I Met Your Mother? What's going on here? Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. And totally. it starts off as a video blog. It's Dr. Horrible recounting his day. And, okay. And then he breaks into song, and then it breaks away from the blog and goes. It's a, and it is a musical. It's and. An excuse for Joss Whedon to throw so the do another great, musical, the first great superhero supervillain musical, uh, you know, which will be followed by the the Spider-Man one, which the casting notices did officially get posted this week for Peter Parker and Mary Jane for the uh, Julie Taymor I can't Broadway wait Spider-Man musical. So um, all singing, all, all swinging, all absolutely. And uh, I climb on these walls and I fight crime. No, I don't know. That was one of the songs. Uh, that was pretty impressive. Uh, Off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah. So it's it, so the, it, the first episode is like ten ten minutes long, and it, it was re- it was really good. I mean, I it's just go a very low budget, time. obviously, and it's you know largely NPH, you know. But and Nathan Fillion shows up as Cap. I think it's Captain the Hammer, Hammer, wasn't it? Captain Hammer. Captain That's Hammer. It, you know. So <laughs> and you can actually go out and buy those T-shirts now. Can you? Yeah, they're awesome. on the internet. Well, I can hardly wait for the CD. It's actually, it was like, they're really good songs again. There's, a, you know, there's a romantic ballad about if I could use my freeze ray. <laughs> so, uh, We're just Whedon fanatics. We are. You are talking about Dr. Horrible. We are. Yeah, yeah. Did Aaron oh watch it? Oh, my God. I watched it today and nearly okay. fell out of my chair at my desk. Okay, so you agree I wasn't with me. Working. I just Drunk? absolutely, no, no, she just really enjoyed it. No, no, it's okay. It was, it was, it was fun. It's, uh. It's, um. Neil Patrick Harris is perfect. Nathan Fillion always makes me laugh, and in that particular role, made me, like I said, laugh yeah. really, really. He good. has a great entrance. And the music. Does anybody else here know who Jonathan Colton is? Yes. 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 Okay, Joko. It, 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 I like Joko, and we I don't like, call him Joko though. We call him Jonathan Colton. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the music reminded me a little bit of Jonathan Colton because of 
it's an evil genius lamenting about the sweet girl. Well, I mean, right. it's, yeah, it, yeah, it reminded yeah, it's me a lot of the Buffy music. Yeah, yeah right. Obviously, as well it With should. Joss Whedon's twist. You, like, you can't do this premise without thinking about Skullcrusher Mountain. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. So, yeah. I, so I, was I. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't watching it. Uh, another thing that's on, that was on the computer today that I guess is going to show up on cell phones and MTV2. Invincible, Ooh. the comic book, yes. has a, a new animation style for a series, I think 12 episodes, that are going to adapt the first four issues. Invincible, you're talking about the Robert, Robert Kirkman, Kirkman comic? Which, yes, which recently celebrated was 50th issue. Uh, and it, which is considered the greatest, it calls itself the best superhero comic in the world, and now it's the best superhero animated series in the world. But I'll tell you, I said from I do think the comic book is really good. The what they did is new style. See if you've heard this before, Rick. Rotoscoping? No, this this new style takes panels and moves the camera across the actual <laughs> panels of the thing. And were, there, were there breaks for Morgan Freeman? And, uh, uh, and, and the actual word balloons show up and they type out. And wow. they didn't uh, do any copy editing on the word balloons. <laughs> so uh, I was catching all the grammatical and spelling errors in the word balloons. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking of cartoons kind of awesome. that I used to watch after school. When was that? Uh, uh, which ones were they? Wait, go like ahead. Why don't the you? 50s, right? Why don't you sing a theme song? I'm trying to think of a theme song, and I keep coming back to Spider Man, which is wrong. What's uh, when Captain America, America throws his mighty shield? Exactly. That's exactly what they did in 1966 for the Marvel <laughs> Superhero <laughs> Hour. <laughs> uh, and and they did the same thing for the Electric Company Spider Man stuff. Yeah, for some of it, yeah, because yeah. they did have a live actor playing Spider-Man. Yeah, in it. yeah. so this is actually just taking the panels from the book and, and like, shaking Groundbreaking! Yeah, they're making it, like, this is great, you know, they're probably doing it in a cheaper Flash method or something, but it's just like... <laughs> I want some of that money. <laughs> I could do that. I know, yeah, it's just, come on. If you're going to make a big deal out of this, animate it. Well, guess what? I we should start the Sparks animated download there episode. Yeah, uh, there's some talk. I got the camera. Okay, there's some talk. We'll just film. You can just we'll see a finger turning the page. <laughs> <laughs> Groundbreaking! A new finger vision. Now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with extra color. Oh, <laughs> you can have the characters comment. Oh, the finger's coming. <laughs> yeah. I must yeah, be moving like, along. The finger will move from panel yeah. to panel, so you know so which way to I, read. I, I want to. I I I, I want to give a shout out because in the next two weeks there's gonna be a lot of um. A Shout out fan-oriented DVDs that uh, I haven't had a chance to, to watch yet. But one coming out next week, spaced. Yes. No, fine, don't it, point at us. I'm That's pointing rude. at you. Oh, okay. I'm pointing at you with my pen. It's okay. okay. And at next week at Comic Con, I have just gotten confirmation. I have ten minutes to sit down with Jessica Stevenson and Simon Pegg. Nice. So I'm very excited. Uh-huh. Very cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, are you going this year, Aaron? <laughs> No, because I just spent a great deal of money on something. Oh, someone I hope it wasn't your car insurance. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anybody? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no so geckos are walking. S- someone this. would rather have a house than meet Simon uh, Pegg. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Did you buy a house? Yes. Wow. <laughs> nice. Then, Congratulations. I'm so tempted to bring Adam to the mic right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, because we're gonna have a wrestling section later. Okay. Uh, so space. So no, so no, the no. one time Simon Pegg shows up after two years of me going there, meeting Nick Frost and Edgar Wright, the one time Simon Pegg shows up is, of course, the, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> so, but congratulations, you made the better long-term choice. If I give you a picture of like me, can you like sort of put it? Next he'll to say, Simon wait. Pegg he'll and- say, he'll say, wait, did Nick Frost meet you before? <laughs> 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 
anyway, is uh, Nick so, Frost going to be there too or no? Uh, no, he's not. Uh, so because he's not that major in space, he's he's a character. Doesn't in space. he hang out with him though? Or? Yeah, but he's not. But he's got his own shows right He'll now. He'll probably be hanging out at the hotel. Isn't he Piven to Pegs? Yeah, uh, do John. Uh, yeah, the guy whose career is over. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so. That one, guy. that one guy, you know, yeah, I know who you mean, and why is it I'm blanking on that? But anyway, uh, yeah, there we go. So, um, yeah, so Spaced is a sitcom, which is de- definitely like before Big Bang Theory, but it's actually more than Big Bang Theory. The Geek, the ultimate fanboy sitcom, because Peg's character is a wannabe comic book artist. He work he works the comic book store, and several wait, wait, episodes. no, the first one was uh, too close for comfort. When that guy used to draw I, Cosmic yeah, Cow. I don't count Cosmic Cow. <laughs> now, Cosmic on, Cow, come on. That was a comic book. That was a daily strip. Oh. <laughs> okay. He I'm was saying, still a superhero. That, yeah. And Bob Newhart, you know, played in his last sitcom, Bob was a comic book artist. Where oh, they actually okay. did get people like uh, Jack yeah. Kirby guested. And, oh, uh, so, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. But, but it wasn't very good. This is actually a oh, really God. good. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a it's a really funny every sitcom. time that Sorry. guy that old man flipped over the couch. Oh, he they had America. Okay, all right, he's okay. right. He is right. Okay, yes. but here we go. Uh, a a, a, a sort of a slow burn clinic. Sort of a lost animated animated series. Freakazoid comes oh, out in two wow, weeks, really? which is a satire. Is that the one by uh, Rick James. Yes, do that uh, one? Steven okay. Spielberg Steven produced Spielberg's. Oh, Steven okay. Spielberg's Freakazoid from Warner Brothers. So the character that beca- like gets yes. sucked into a television and becomes all, like all popular culture gets downloaded to his head. Computer. computer. Is it a computer? Yes, it is. Is it? He, his cat typed in some weird code on a computer. Adam speaks. Get closer to a microphone. Don't spit the burrito into it, though. <laughs> burrito is good. You're not Steve. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> he's got you there. <laughs> so what happens? Yeah, um, in the first episode of Freakazoid, basically his cat gets on his computer and starts typing in random letters just by walking on the keyboard, and it's supposedly a secret code that transforms you to what he is now. And the final keyword is to press delete. Okay. And that sucks him in, and that's when he gets downloaded. So, and so he like absorbs the entire internet, yeah. and all the sum total becomes the ultimate Zorlac and, and a superhero. Uh, so that's coming out. We uh, though Michael doesn't believe that that Birds of Prey was the fifth most requested uh, television series for DVD. Uh, it is coming out. Uh, Hell yeah. no! I don't know. Please say Parker Lewis can't lose. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe. Uh, Listen, all you pre-orders, Dina Meyer, she's in uh, that space movie, Starship, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers, much better than anything you're going to see in Birds of Prey. Because she takes her shirt off so in that cancel one. Cancel your order now. No. You do not. No, but this watch also Birds is the DVD that includes the Gotham Girls webisodes, the animated oh. things with Harley Quinn and oh, Catwoman yeah. and, and Batgirl. Those never got. No, this is the first time they've been collected, so they're okay. going to be there on there was that. A, there was a teaser for that on the web for years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and Witchblade's coming out, and it's one of those, I oh. I think we, now I don't know what they did with the soundtrack before, but the one of the extra features is a news soundtrack personally selected by the show's director. Wait a minute, this is the live action Witchblade? The live action Witchblade. Because there's an animated Yeah, there's an, there's well. an, on the, is it an anime? It's anime. Played? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's a live the the series with Yancey Butler that was on TNT for a couple of seasons. The one that only like twenty four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Why it stopped? Uh, <laughs> so. Um, so I just drank all my Witchblade money. Oh. 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 Yeah, wow. Well, because haven't we all? They, 
if I remember correctly, there was incredibly tight budgeting constraints. Well, I like that this is the first time that uh, I've seen a DVD where it's touting that it's yeah. not the same songs that you actually could have watched, you know, heard on the show before, because we couldn't afford to get the clearance rights. <laughs> but clearance for DVD is much cheaper. So it's like, yeah, it's like the WKRP in Cincinnati, where it's all just Barry Manilow music. It's weird. Uh, so, and then the Batman final season. This time, the Batman. The yes. fifth season is out with that uh, Lost Heroes that you that you really enjoyed back in May, and here it is. It's coming out, so we won't have a podcast in between, you know, before these next before these releases. So I wanted to get that get those out there that they're coming, they're uh, entertaining. Hopefully, although Michael's not entertained by entertained by Birds of Prey, I have no opinion on Witchblade yet. So I'm, I'm kind Which of interesting to watch. I, I okay, well, okay. I would, I would rather watch Birds of Prey. How much did you? How much did? Wait a minute. How much of it did you watch, Chris? Uh, Birds of Prey. No, Witchblade. Oh, Witchblade. I tried to watch. I did watch episodes. every other Okay, you, you went further than I, and I desperately wanted that to be a good good show. <laughs> okay. And it was I not. even de-bookmarked the website just for the pictures of the chick. Wow. Okay. Well, and let's go from bad to worse. Do we have any wrestling uh, news? Uh, well, actually, or? I wanted to cut, oh, before before we go? transition over to games, because uh, there was at E3 a big DCU online. Well, uh, what were you going to talk about those bitmaps you sent me this morning? What did, oh, what did I forward you? The Mandrake... Oh, uh, just that. Oh, there's a comics news, you know. Stephen Nelson, everyone. Stephen Nelson got to go. Stephen has to go. See you at the 200. We'll see you. <laughs> Maybe 150th, we'll get him out. Uh, yeah, I sent you over. That's back to comics news. There was a great, and actually, I think Chris will like this. Moonstone Publishing, yes. which we don't talk about very often, but they send me stuff every now and then. But they, have, they, they have delightful little surprises. All the they time. Have, you know, so they so they publish a Kolchak, the Night Stalker yes, comic book. Do you do you buy that? Do you I read that? I don't buy it, but I have seen it. Okay, you one watched the show when there was. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So here's one you're gonna. I think you're gonna buy because they've got a Kolchak, the the Night Stalker. Um, it's the or they, or they call it the, the Kolchak Files. It's the Kolchak Files a- is annual, the annual in which he meets. Barnabas Collins, and one of one of those there were two variant covers, and one of them had a werewolf up in the background. So Quentin must be there too. Okay, I I, I think I'll buy that. Okay, so <laughs> I, I thought you might. Is that out now? No, it's coming in a couple of months. There's several it, quizzical looks even at this table. It's a, it's a dark shadows. Thing. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we've talked. Uh, Rick and I talked about dark shadows because they're remaking that with Johnny Depp, and Tim Burton's going to direct it. Is there it. such a thing as light shadows? Yes. Aren't yes, they the all white dark? Shadow. Light oh, white shadow. Okay. Hello. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so uh, yeah. I mean, I, it, it, the thing I, I have is that is that I have to admit the one Moonstone book that I picked up was when they did the Buckaroo Banzai, and that was kind of disappointing to me. Yeah. But I I flipped through other stuff and thought, oh, you know, it's, it's pretty good. And they've been they've been in the in the comics news for the last couple of weeks because there's a fight between them and Dynamite. Both of them are claiming that they have the rights to the Phantom. So uh, yeah, and and then the Phantom Manual the, has a Phantom Mandrake, Mandrake crossover coming, and that's so. that's even more obscure because I mean Phantom is kind of like, I mean Phantom is a great character, uh, the Lee Falks and all the history that they built mm-hmm. up for that and through the Phantom through the ages and so all stuff never uh, totally underappreciated, poorly marketed, but to put to say hey, in America in, it's very big in Australia it, and Sweden, big, okay, uh, Italy. I'll take your word yeah, on that. There's an amusement park, though, I think, in, in Sweden. But to, so. but to think that you're going to spice it up by throwing Mandrake in there? But Lee Falk's other creation. Right. So so it's but it is a it is a pandering to the fan base. And it's not the first time they teamed up because of course they were they were part of the Defenders of the Universe together with Flash Gordon oh, and Prince me. Valiant. Oh my god, that's right. 
See, the, the oh. weird thing is that and their sons. The Phantom Turn is the mic forever. Turns. The Phantom is for Phantom is forever devastated by like, that film. By Billy yeah. Zane. And no, not by Billy I, Zane. I, by the I film. Billy Zane that. is a genius, and I will not hear you talk ill of him. I know. I'm just asking. <laughs> the I, man I, shaved his head for that role and has maintained it. <laughs> Luxurious locks. I think it was done in by the action bald. figure. The action figure tie-in in which they apparently painted <laughs> golf balls yes. and put them on top of, of figures. Otherwise, so it's like. It's a muscular figure that looks okay. It's proportionate, and then it's just a completely round head with a phantom mask painted on. It was just it was awful. Uh, but yeah. yeah. All right. Speaking from worst to worst, the DCU uh, online. Oh, we're going to okay. say uh, so. E three had an announcement. Jim Lee uh, was appeared at E three. Talked about it. Next week, we're going to at least one of us is going to sit down and, and do whatever they have of the game. Do a little demo. Oh, I thought you said do whatever you can yeah, to Jim no. Lee. And I'm like, uh, whoa. <laughs> No, that's okay. your job. One, okay. two, three, not it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but they did have an explanation this year in e th- at, at E3 where, uh, so it's not like the DC Universe is sort of like going on around you. You do actually go on missions with Superman, Batman, Green Arrow. Oh, so, so like you the create your own characters. So you're nuts. like uh, Marvin and Wendy, pretty much. <laughs> oh, what yes. Yes. Yeah. Zan and Jaina. But what I didn't know, and I was kind of surprised, is that it's not just for PC. It's also going to be available on PS3. Mm, okay. Does anybody own one of those? Rick does. I do. Oh, okay. Uh, I think they sold 27 million of them. Yeah, and they yeah. just announced today, and Sony announced today, they're dropping the price $100. Yeah, so, they have to. So it's going to be like $600 now? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What? yeah, they haven't yeah. had a killer game with that system yet. Sony PSP? also just lost um, Final Fantasy. They, they yes. didn't have a huge so, one, but yeah. they... Most of the people I know who have them have it to hack. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it basically turned out that once they released it, because this is a section of the timeline I'm writing right now, uh, what happened was that they realized they couldn't sell it as a game system. I love the fact you can just say that with, without any explanation. None. I'm writing the timeline. I am yes, the, I am the, the historian. I am Uatu. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what happened was that they realized that the only way they were going to be able to sell this as a portable entertainment player. Yeah. Because they're talking about downloading TV yeah, shows, exactly. movies. Right. and Which is what I bought it for originally until I found out how hard it was to get media onto the thing. It's not Everyone easy. I- Everyone I know who bought it bought it actually for the Blu-ray capabilities because it's cheaper to buy a PlayStation 3 than it is to buy, or than it used to be, than it is to buy a singular Blu-ray player. Are we talking so. PSP or PS3? PS3. PS3. Okay, I heard PSP at one No, I'm point sorry, there. PS3. Okay, that's, no, that's even less useful. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's there's there are some passing games, but there haven't been any killers. I mean... Uh, Resistance is probably one of the best games they have on it, and frankly, I didn't bother to finish it. So, well, the biggest game coming out now that they're the biggest hype at E3 is Little Big World, and they think that's going to be the game that makes the system, which you know is only I don't know a couple years late. Yeah, but um, yeah, everybody. Well, they about they just right recently now. downloaded a patch to update their system, which essentially bricked their system. Well, now to be fair, they took that download off as soon as you complained, but. <laughs> <laughs> Because I warned my brother-in-law, and he said, oh, yeah, no, I, I didn't download it. So, yeah. you know, it's gone now. It's a good idea. When, when somebody offers you something, you say, well, how many people, other people have, have Yeah, did it reformat your hard drive? Was, yeah. that, was that what it did? I didn't do it. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay. I was I, afraid I, you had. No. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, going from uh, worse to worser. <laughs> Wrestling. We've got Chris Garcia hey, and Adam. Down. Hello. Hey. Adam, have a seat. Okay, so wrestling, as wrestling proper, uh, it's a big versus it, wrestling it, it improper. Is, it is on a weird. They've done this whole reorganization with uh, 
They had a whole reorganization with the draft a couple weeks ago. And now their new project is Kofi Kingston, a uh, former wrestler on ECW who's now the Intercontinental Champion. Well, he wasn't Secretary of the UN? Well, no, let's, let, Chris, let's explain it even deeper. There's a big push on wrestling for minorities. Yes, because of the problems that Michael Hayes had in a racially charged incident. Drunken racially charged incident. Well, you're talking about Michael Hayes, you're talking about drunken Midnight Express. Uh, Freebirds. Freebirds. <laughs> Midnight Express, though, very good reference. You're close, though, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right Federation, yeah. wrong time frame. <laughs> but it was a Midnight Express. No, but so yes, there was. <laughs> but from what I understand, though, a lot, I mean, that's why, like, Booker T left and Bobby Lashley left. And I have not heard this controversy. Lashley. What do you do? And Mark Henry was pissed off, too. Yeah, Mark yeah, Henry. Mark Henry. Oh, Essentially. Well, you have noticed they have saddled him with the title. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, the problem bad. being that Michael Hayes grew up in the South. the South. Don't make justifications. No, 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 just tell the story. And then the worst the worst part is that when His daddy was, didn't love him. Hang no. on a second. I'm turning the gain up on both mics so you don't have to get as close. So okay. Share. Okay. 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 Uh, the big thing was that when he was wrestling in uh, Mid-South and so forth, he was one of the favorite of all, not only the black wrestlers, but black fans. And that uh, sort of colored his language Kind of like Dog the Bounty Hunter is, you know. Yes, very he, much so. Where he thinks he's like Correct. everybody else. He's got enough cred to pull it off? Yeah. I and, don't know. Well, no, well, he doesn't. No. Apparently um, not. No. <laughs> but uh, Michael Hayes, you know, dropped the end bomb and headbutted Mark Henry in the chest. <laughs> the world's strongest man. Okay, dropping Henry. the end bomb is one thing, but... Headbutting him in the chest. Do you grow up in the South and that's how you greet each other? Headbutting or? a man in the chest as a sign of respect is the weirder thing. Even weirder ah. than that, it was his like when they used to in the eighties show people how they liked them. They did one of two things: they either headbutted them or Kicked him in the balls. No, no, no. Worse than that, uh, would pee on them. I love the South, <laughs> I, and I'm not joking about. I'd that like at all. to be the most hated man in the South. <laughs> Uh, it uh, was very strange, he, he but Barack so, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! So anyway, open. so basically, there's a big push. Crime time is crime time is bad now in headlining oh, positions. Kofi Kingston's Intercontinental Champ, uh, Mark Henry's ECW World Champ. So to cover up for Michael Hayes' blunder, right. The WWE is now heavily pushing their minority wrestlers. Exactly, and now so. they have a new safe champion. Oh, CM Punk. With CM Punk. Yeah. The straight well, the, the well, straight, yeah. yeah, which is you know, so glad I stopped watching. Yeah, yeah, which is fair. He has a he's sponsored by Pepsi. He's sponsored by Pepsi. That's right. Well, you but can't get more really American either. than that. Well, yeah. technically, straight edge includes caffeine, but let's not get into that. Right. It's like a um, technical here. Yeah, let's not get technical. Um, so, what other good news you have for us? The other good, the other I wouldn't say good news is Quentin Rampage Jackson. Uh, just lost the uh, UFC title. Light heavyweight title. Light heavyweight title, the most competitive division. Uh, I was in Las Vegas while it was happening, and I didn't go see it. But uh, No thanks for I know. <laughs> the most random thing, he was arrested yesterday for going on, on... a rampage? Literally. <laughs> um, so, uh, enough, no. And people got, <laughs> get mad when this happens. It's his name, people! <laughs> oh, sorry, he, he went on a Quentin. He got, he got in an accident... And he kept on driving with a flat front tire. A cop went to pull him over. And he, and he kept... made the cop tap out? No, he oh. kept on driving. 
he, even once the tire blew out. He ignored the cop. He ignored the cop for several miles, about five minutes. You can do that in the South. Went the wrong way down, <laughs> one, of the, guy. down one of the freeways. This was in L.A. Yeah, went on the sidewalk, and then eventually stopped and got out of the car and laid down. Well, as L.A. calls it. Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, no, he, that's that's how long it takes for you to digest all the drugs that are in your pocket. And then that way you finally get out of the car and go, I ain't got nothing on me. What's I'm going to lay down now. He was initially deemed hey. mentally unfit to be held in Orange County prison. Wow. Oh, he did this in Orange County, too. Yes. Nice. Wow. Yes. We've um, all been there. Though. Yes. And then was transferred to another uh, prison with less stringent standards, which deemed him mentally fit to be held at the prison. Hmm. His name's um, Rampage. What do you yeah. you gotta call him weirder, Cuckoo? And I mean, truck, once we figured out, his truck had a picture of him on the side of it. Mm. So he's driving down the. You know, he can't even claim that it wasn't an accident of him because they had a picture of him on the side of the truck that hit them. Yeah, I'm gonna say those guys are getting hit a little too hard. Yeah, you know, um, so concussion, concussion, psychosis is one of the theories right now. Well, um, you know, they might not have noticed him because he didn't have the chain around his Yeah, that's right. Um, but, would you, would you yeah. describe, describe this as wrestling's dark area? I would dark say that, era? I wouldn't well, even unfortunately, say, this is not, not wrestling. wrestling. This, this is, is the dark time. This is, this mixed, is mixed martial, martial arts. arts. Sorry. Yeah, but what's weird about that is we can that... We talk about the fake stuff later. Yeah, <laughs> but what's shocking is that this is not the first incident of um, MMA fighter going off and, you know, there's a guy who just got arrested for all sorts of terrible things, imprisonment, kidnapping... Uh, all this and no way. Dude. There was Timmy genocide Simpson, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, there's all these, all and these then, terrible yeah. things. Eric that were Grand Larceny <laughs> Jones, <laughs> and uh, and just as MMA is getting network appear- uh, appearances on CBS uh, for. Yeah, you uh, would think the guy Kimbo Slice, who's actually like the thug, would be the one getting in trouble, but he's being good. So yeah, he's hanging. He's hanging out with Fitty out in Florida. Well, because his his middle name's YMCA. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, Kimbo it's, Community Service Slice nice. <laughs> Drake. But yes, there's a lot of strange strangeness. Another interesting wrestling thing is we're probably getting a return of Goldberg. What? Goldberg. Yes. Wait, where? Not TNA. I TNA. Hope. TNA is supposedly oh. in talks with them again. I hate TNA. Um, the question TNA. is: Is <laughs> well, he going to actually wrestle, or is he going to be a commentator? Well, if they bring him back as a commentator, he's terrible. If anybody yes. who's watched Strike Force on Showtime, he's the worst. But um, yeah, we got to get him wrestling again. But. Uh, yeah, that's terrible. Well, I yeah. love Goldberg, but um, what? Uh, what? Uh, give us wrap us up on uh, WWE stuff. Uh, any word on when uh, Ron Killings is coming back? Ron Killings will be back in about a month. Another great name. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Ron Killings. Uh, Ron Killings will be back in about a month. We're looking at um, another of minority D-Lo. too. Uh, another another one in that list is D'Lo Brown. Has he come back yet? Uh, I don't. He, had, he, he made. It's, a dark match, dark match? He did? on Monday. Yeah. I, he hasn't been on TV yet, but uh, wow. I am really Tony excited. Atlas? Uh, he showed up, but he's... On ECW. He's, yeah, but he's... So they are bringing... Basically, Vince McMahon is going, I gotta call all my black friends, because he's basically... <laughs> he's cashed And then I'll call in. the wrestlers I've had. Right. What? Yeah. Oh. But it, it's, it's shocking as who they're going for right now. Um, I'm hoping Ahmed Johnson will make a return. <laughs> that uh, was awesome. I mean, he was huge. Who could forget the heart punch? Mm. Yeah, he was the heart, he was the Pearl River plunge. <laughs> All right, to wrap this up, Chris, what's the? Have they made any explanation? Are they gonna? Have they addressed the Vince McMahon storyline? Have they brought that no, back yet since no, he got crushed? 
No, they're going to. Do we have any word on when that's coming? Or he's so looking the next couple of this. weeks, it's so. Is it going to lead dull. into SummerSlam or something? It will or? probably actually lead into Survivor Series. We that might, long? We wow. might actually get him returning at SummerSlam. To and that will lead to a series of matches that'll uh, climax at Summer Series at Survivor Series, but you know it's it's not going to be a short term thing. So when does this podcast come out? Probably June. Sunday. Oh, okay. So if, if you when you listen to this, just imagine the disaster that's going to happen when Vicky Guerrero marries Edge. Is that this Friday? It's this Friday. Friday. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Eddie's Eddie's, Eddie's yeah. X. X. Yes. Yes. Is don't the rated R don't think about it. Oh, you know what? Though? Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking for realsies? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Wrestling. This will for be, just had to check there. Now, Adam, Mary, you can clarify this. This will I'm be. I'm still just kind of. Because Edge has that reputation. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he does. Adam, this will be SmackDown's what third attempt at a wedding on TV. That's going to be. Isn't that actually the fourth? Was that Triple H or Stephanie? Count was that, that, that was Raw? Oh, was that on SmackDown? Oh, Stephanie Test. No, that was on Raw. No, I think that was on. Have tried to happen. Oh, that's right. Okay, but but then there were Kane and Lita. Oh no no on SmackDown. Yeah. Because well, there was about, also the Billy and Chuck the wedding. The Billy and Chuck wedding. And then there was but, Teddy Long last year getting married to... Crystal. Yeah, so it's like SmackDown just no, has no, this Johnny go-to storyline. No, Johnny Storm story married line. Crystal. No, Pietro married Crystal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a strange, good time. To, to end on a sport good note, this Saturday, Afflictions pay-per-view. That's right. The, the best, probably pound-for-pound card, with the best heavyweight fighter in mixed martial arts. Fedor Emelianenko. Really? I it was the... The cyborg. The cyborg. But now it's changed to the last emperor. The last. Wow. Which, and he I've, hasn't lost since his third match, and he's twenty six one and one. Yeah, so he, he was. Lost. Of course, he was arrested <laughs> yeah. last week for trying to free Tibet. <laughs> uh, he is a tough and bad man. Affliction is going to be an interesting thing. Unfortunately, they have him with Tim the maniac, maniac Silva not, or not, Sylvia. Not maniac. How you think it is? It's the state state maniac. maniac. The state main. Don't they yeah. give him nice like nicknames? You know, like Tim the Knitter. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, what was, who was the guy the who was, uh, there the was volunteer. a there was a misspelling on? It was supposed to be the chief. I can't remember what his full the thing. Chef, and it turned out to be the chef oh, on no. one of the Dreamcast games. Googly moogly. <laughs> yeah. The calligrapher. The only, to, the only way to make this card better is if instead of Tim Sylvia. It will be Randy the Natural Couture. Who is hopefully coming back soon. We miss you, Randy. And your wife, who has a broken jaw from her first fight. Get better. Word <laughs> up. All right. Okay. Derek, where, uh, what <laughs> we're at the it? end of our podcast. We've had our favorite moments. Some occurred tonight. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Can and we do a musical montage and, after and this? Just a second. Thanks again and for, for Adam. Adam! Adam! Way far too long. <laughs> Who, 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 the Xbox 360 now has Final Fantasy 13. Woohoo! <laughs> just another reason to not buy a PS3. Oh, snap! Oh, you Hellblazer. just lost your Sony sponsorship, yeah, Derek. Already <laughs> the only way I'll buy a PS3 is they release Final Fantasy 7 for it. Oh, yeah. More? Go buy a PS1. They could just release it on a DS and save you the effort. What about a Pong? What, it would look look so okay, good. we're cutting out Let's, all this. Just, yeah, Let's just in this. case we get Sony sponsorship. <laughs> Witty banter. Witty banter. Uh, really? Okay. Well, uh, Derek, it was a great 100. It was. Where's the cake? I thought, uh, Goodson, I thought we were going to roll out a big one and Goodson was going to pop out. <laughs> I was really oh, looking forward to that. The cake that. is a lie. Oh, oh, oh yes! Oh, yes! Oh. <laughs> Thank you. 
and it was moist and delicious. <laughs> but we're still alive. So, <laughs> well, here's to a hundred more episodes. <laughs> right. All right, I'm Derek. If you have any comments, hey, would we'll like see. to uh, <laughs> would like to comment. Uh, what was he? What you call him? Joko. Thanks, Joko. <laughs> um, Sorry, what's my right? albums anyway. say Jonathan Coulter. All right, so uh, <laughs> anyway, we uh, thank you all for being with us. 100 episodes in. Hope you'll be here another hundred. If, if you, you haven't comments, heard the ones before, go back and get absolutely. them on iTunes. Start at number 21. Right in, right in at editor at fanboyplanet.com. I'm Derek McCaw, editor in chief. Go around, say good night, people. Good night, people. Oh, yeah, thanks, Aaron. <laughs> Remember, Hugo nominated Chris Garcia says, "I love you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael the Presbyterian Goodson. <laughs> That's a lie. That's way scarier than anything else. This is Lon Lopez. We'll see you next week at Comic-Con. Don't forget morelife.com. Oh, my wife doesn't want to say anything, no, so I'm stuck. That's Debbie, Debbie's the mime, Brett Schneider. <laughs> it's a community property state. Efficiency says half of what you say. <laughs> then I'll only say... Good night, everybody. This is Rick Brett Snyder signing I just say, off. You can find us at Comic-Con at booth 2109. We'll be hanging out there. That's the Elusive Arts and Catastrophic Comics. Reminding you, use your powers, powers only for good. This week's podcast is brought to you by Baggage from DC Comics. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. You ready? Not really, but I'll do it. All right. <clears throat> Pressure. You love it. Okay. Tiger eyes. <laughs> right. No, we used to do it. What's the exercise? You're a tiger. You're a lamb. Tiger. Okay. <laughs> Too bad this isn't video. <laughs> uh, one, two. Listen up, fanboys. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Oh, my. And here's your host, a man who just taught me what centennial means, Derek McCaw! It means a very long novel by James Missioner. It's only six inches. You know what? I wish I would have known. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You just, let's take that one again. Wow, I missed you that one. You just lost all moral high ground. <laughs> I can't, I can't wow. introduce you now. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Let's go for it again. Sorry. Again? Oh. Please occasionally remember that, you know, people like Stephanie listen. <laughs> it was a non sequitur. Oh, I don't know if it was a non sequitur. Years and inches? Doesn't mean it. No. no. It followed quite well. Oh, my. Okay. Oh, my. Okay, I Are promise. We Are we good? Okay. Uh, I, I, I'll be quiet. Listen up, fanboys. I'm doing this for the second time. <laughs> oh, I'll do it one more time. <laughs> I had to laugh on that one. Sorry. Uh. Hey, Stephanie. Oh, Hi. How you doing? I'm all right.
right. Welcome to the 100th episode of Fanboy Planet Podcast. <gasps> yeah, I made it. Everybody say hi, Stephanie. Hi, hi Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. We'll be hi. editing this into some semblance of nonsense later. Of course. Do you actually keep the drawings I give you? Yes. Okay. He doesn't share them, though. Oh. He doesn't have enough refrigerator magnets. I showed okay. you. I showed you. He showed us. Yeah. And I'll show you a dollar bill later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys can have it. Okay. I don't know where I put I it. I see? Just, see? No, I'm pretty sure it's in my briefcase We right would now. treasure it. He will find it somewhere well, sure, later. You look he, like a Tylenol. I do. <laughs> it was an Advil. <laughs> it's the nice same shape. It's like she's got her model set out on the table. <laughs> <laughs> donut, oh, donut, yeah. Advil. Oh, yeah. I was gonna buy you donuts too, but then I thought that's too mean. So, Stephanie, how long have you been listening to Fanboy Planet podcast? Because the webpage Since is relatively one. quiet. Ooh. When you reviewed Superman Returns. Wow. Wow, that was a crappy With episode. Michael Goodson. <laughs> <laughs> and just to be clear, that was Derek reviewed Superman Returns. Yeah, I don't know how, how you could judge that, Chris Garcia, since I know perfectly well you have never listened to a Fanboy Planet podcast. Actually, I have listened to a surprising number. I've listened to at least seven Zero. that I was in. <laughs> seven or eight. That is surprising. Out of a hundred, that's that's pretty surprising. Well, I've listened to all the ones that I'm in multiple times and made other people listen to them. I see. Um, uh, as a result of my minor ego addiction. Now, Steph, minor? I've, I've yet to get a formal thank you for your, your face icon, though. Oh, that was you. Yeah, you don't think I have that Thank skill? You. I told you that <laughs> night that I was I was oh, videotaping you to make an animated joke. That's right. It was it's a very nice joke. I like it. I approve. Hmm. And they, I thought he had made it, so I wasn't saying anything because screw this guy. But you, <laughs> oh, okay. class. Anyway, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely back to Stephanie. Stephanie, yes. <laughs> And Stephanie has been a guest on Fanboy Planet, the Fanboy Planet podcast once. She was on the Bacon. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. so have you made other people listen to that one over and over? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Probably for the best. I yeah. do know which episodes you mentioned me in, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Since you've listened to them. They were all oh, favorable yes. mentions. Absolutely. Think. You've never gotten the kind of criticism that we might have, oh, say apply to Lon or me. <laughs> we have never criticized you. I, well, that's well, true. that one time. What? When I wasn't I here, <laughs> that was in the lost. That was in the one that we said save. No, quit'll work. <laughs> that's not a we. That was long. That's French for save. <laughs> Apparently, I left out the crucial verb save. It's like you can convert it later. <laughs> Let's go. He assumed that I meant oh well. I can close the program up without actually saving it. All I meant <laughs> he converted it into silence. <laughs> Anyway, okay. So what's your what's been your favorite favorite episode so far? Favorite episode? Mm-hmm. Favorite episode. I don't remember. Oh, she doesn't okay. remember. Um, That's assuming oh, belovedness we don't really have. She's was, just killing time. <laughs> uh there was this one episode where Lon made fun of you of using the article the Oh, yes. It's been a recurring thing yeah. ever since then, oh, okay. but there yeah, was yeah. quite a bit of uh it's, the Actually, Watchmen. in episode 41, at 28 minutes and 38 seconds. <laughs> wow. That's awesome, because now I can go excerpt that. <laughs> and then you did a callback joke for the episode 47, Bunnies and Fishnets. Did you set this up, Rick? <laughs> I had nothing to do with this. This is, like, scary. Yeah. You know, they say that uh, Stephanie is, of course, an honor student. Uh, <laughs> so, Bun- Bunnies and Fishnets is really one of my favorite episodes because it was yeah. the first one I started really playing around with the titles for the episodes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I was yeah. on episode forty-one, 
the first with the the. Speaking, mm-hmm. uh, maybe speaking yeah. of speaking of articles and where that originally started. Uh, this week I saw the Dark Knight, and there is a trailer for, for Watchmen. Watchmen. Yes, showing Doctor Manhattan. Wow. Yes. I'll talk about that later. Wow. Full Monty? Full Manhattan? Full Manhattan. (laughs) No, I, you know, they blur. But it it, it fooled me because it started off with the the origin of Dr. Manhattan. It's the beginning of the trailer. And so it was like, wow. DC, what could this be? And then as soon as I see the, like, the, you know, thing go across, he's like, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) What was the audience reaction? Excellent. <laughs> About half. Half were the geeks, geek critics, and half were just reviewers that had no idea what, what that was. And those that that were were just like, okay, we don't need to see this movie now. Dark okay. Knight, who cares? We'll talk about that later. What else yeah. do you have in your notes? My notes? <laughs> what other scarily specific <laughs> remarks what are the questions? What are the questions yeah. you're prepared to answer, uh, no, that Senator? <laughs> I kind of fell asleep afterwards. Okay. This is at like 2 a.m. What's the most annoying thing we do on the podcast? Oh, that's good. That's a good question. Say it with Derek. Oh, no. Pardon me. Make fun of Goodson. It works for Derek. Okay. She plays the drinking game. She's been getting drunk very... Oh, yes, right. I didn't know it was alcohol. That can be... (laughs) It wasn't. Oh. Uh, good Stephanie, sounds. you're our favorite. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> she doesn't have to know no, okay, okay. So 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 okay, so annoying favorite. Um you know I how like many... it when Lon makes fun of Derek. Okay. Those are very good times. They are. Oh he must never hear that. <laughs> the extended lawn invitation of Derek on the episode where Derek wasn't here. Just still was, haven't listened to it. Was, I think it was me, you and Derek and Lon. Right. And for like two minutes he goes off and it's Derek McCall. Oh I'm Derek McCall. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think I remember that. that well, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry to announce that tonight will be Lon's last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the big guy now. He's going to come here. He's going to see five people at the table. He's going to walk away. I know. <laughs> going to get confused. We didn't really start without you, big guy. It was just Stephanie can't stay very long. Actually, I'm here for an hour. <laughs> You're here for an hour? I'm here for an hour. Okay. Well, that case. Well, we'll get started soon. Okay. Oh, all right. Good. Cool. Well, I think uh, that's that will uh, that that if you can be here for an hour, then we can just consider that a warm up, and I can pull okay. <laughs> I can pull yeah, outtakes yeah. from that. We just assumed you had to go back off to. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm to still rehearsal. reeling from the notes. That, that <laughs> I don't even. I get my notes from Derek, and then I go, "What the hell is that?" About? We don't have a time. We didn't that. talk about Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh, I guess we did. Yeah. I like yeah. Scooby Doo. I like the Venture Brothers episode with Scooby Doo on it. Oh, that was excellent. That was brilliant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm addicted just, to that show. That one just confused me. <laughs> it was like we just I got here early. Closure. We watched the episode with um, Bud Manstrong, the one after they crashed the satellite. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it was, the Manchurian it was, Candidate thing. The ghost of Lincoln. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just so wrong on so many levels. This week was a little disturbing. I didn't Every- see this week. Oh, I've got a theory about, uh, remember the episode where uh, it was the summer camp for her kids? Yeah. Yes, and at the, end, at the end, the woman picks the boy up and she, he goes, that was my father? Yeah. Okay, who do you think he's talking about? Oh, see, now I just automatically went to, they were 
they were going to make us. And I was thinking rusty. about that, yeah. but they are never going to do automatically what you think they're going to talk about. So, it's, so well, wait a minute. You th- you thought Rusty? I thought Rusty. Okay, because I think they wanted you to think Brock, because that would be ironic given the tension between the two, right? Yeah. Right, but I just automatically went to Rusty. I think Hank. Before, before the because uh... that would be entirely fitting. Okay, but my only my only argument with that is that is that he made a that Rusty has made a reference a, a Doc Venture. He's been basically an adult. That if you if if they had not died off several times and been respawned, yeah, they would be about nineteen. It's possible. So it was like a really thro- a throwaway reference, like two or three episodes yeah. ago, that said that. That if these driver's licenses are correct, yes, they are. Now go to <laughs> and don't call your father a crumb bum in front of company. <laughs> but I just thought, what's the worst one it could be? Oh, Hank. Yeah, that'd be because he was hanging around with them all day long, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that you got to watch this week's because it, it, it's obliquely referencing a boy and his dog. What if Helen Ellis is going to be suing for well, the underground? Uh, oh yeah, with the computer mother. Oh, I didn't even make that connection. Wow. Okay. There's a, yeah, the, the whole, no, it's just disturbing. Anyway. All right. I, um, since we're just warming up, I'll go get, uh, we'll put together an itinerary. And, uh, yeah, we'll go get okay. an itinerary. Since it matters.